Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macro plot of the whole season. Because these episodes stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to them in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. Today, we are playing using the combat mechanics from a game called Everything's Going to Crab. It's our first time playing, so we might make some mistakes. This is a pre-release system we received from the creator. Hopefully it'll be available in the future and you can play a game with your friends. Speaking of friends, today our cast is... Reg H. Mann. Hey, how you doing? My name is Reg, as it says on my ID. Uh, I will be taking no further questions. I'm a, you know, I'm a human man uh, with eyes and legs and a head, probably. Uh, I think I got something coming out of my head. Oh. I believe that's what they call hair, but uh, again, I am taking no questions from you. <laughs> Bartholomew Salvador. Greetings. I'm happy to see you all again. I am Bartholomew. I am a six foot two human man, auburn hair, white skin, and blue eyes, wearing a green regimental coat with beige facings, beige breeches, and a black tricorn hat. And as if you might have heard other episodes I've been in, I always read one of my poems before every episode, and today I've got a new poem uh, inspired by my first adventure with Fire Breathing Kittens titled Sailing to Karmic Hills. A few brave men set out to sea with short supply on hand, nothing but each other's voices to keep the mood alight. As the day draws to an end, the sun sets on an island, hearts filled with adventure that disembark that very night. Nice poem. All right, um, and... Cried. Now, before we move on, you, you have to understand this is OG crud. Yes, this is crud from way back in the day. So he is a half orc. He is green. He wears a loincloth and a few other bobs and, and, and stuff. And uh, he is also, did I say seven feet tall? He's seven feet tall. Um, he is very impulsive and very stupid, so get ready for that. Is this him taking a break from being a headmaster of Fire Breathing Kittens Academy? Oh, he gets owls or however communication is done all the time. It's a remote. He, he, he's he got it set up to where it's a remote now. <laughs> Teleworking. That means you can adventure again. <laughs> Today we're playing the pre-release game called Everything's Going to Crab. Your objective for this game is to convince non-player characters, or NPCs, to turn into crabs. Think of it like that Lord of the Rings movie where the dwarf and the elf were competing to count the enemies they killed, except in your case, you get points every time you convince an NPC to turn into a crab. Your character doesn't start out knowing about this objective, so there's a bit of dissonance between the player goals and the character goals. If you're able to find the way to turn into crabs inside the game, then your character will have three aspects to their stats. Eyes, hands, and legs. Every aspect has a sliding scale from 0 to 100%. The first aspect slider ranges from eyes on the left to crab eye stalks on the right. The second aspect slider ranges from hands on the left to crab pinchers on the right. For example, if you have 80% hands, you have 20% pinchers. The third and last ranges from feet on the left to crab legs on the right, which number more than two. <laughs> Different actions are easier to perform as a humanoid or as a crab, 
For example, driving a car is easier with feet, while walking up a wall is easier with crab legs. You succeed at what you're trying to do if you roll under your percent number. An example skill roll would be if you wanted to skitter up a wall like it's nobody's business. You would roll two 10-sided dice to generate a number between 1 and 100. If you have 60% crab legs as your stat, then a roll of 45 is less than 60 and would mean you succeed, while a roll of 80 is higher than 60, so you would fail. After each roll, you're allowed to change your slider. And that's a quick explanation of the rules. You don't have any crab stats yet, but during the course of this game, something might happen if you explore, and you'll start becoming able to be a crab. Which is good, because if you don't have at least 80% crab in all three traits by the end of this adventure, then you won't survive the giant tsunami wave that is on its way to wipe everyone out. Whoops, spoilers. So, does anyone have a rules question about everything is going to crab? I have one. Since Crud is the owner of the International House of Crab Meat, can he already have some crab in him? Crab is his life. Crab is his (laughs) life. Yes, you actively have crab in your belly. Um, okay. Are you part crab? Do you have crab eye stalks or something? No, <laughs> like, I mean, he has no. just enough crab points to where he's not turning it, but because his life is crab, ah. he's already has some crab. Ah, so it's not like showing yet. You're not at 80 where you do the transformation, but you're no, like... No, no, not even 60. close. You're like 60% eye stalks. I, like. I was thinking like <laughs> 70, 30, 30 being on the crab side. Yeah, actually, do you all want to say what your numbers are? Or I guess just Crud. We'll just do Crud as an example. Crud, what are your secret stats that you don't, that Crud doesn't know that Crud has? (laughs) 70-30, just like I said. (laughs) Yeah, for eyes. What about for pinchers and feet? All across the board. All right. Mm. Easy. So yeah, you'll trigger a transformation if you hit 80. Um, Like, that's when the eye stock will pop out. (laughs) And I'll have you describe (laughs) what that looks like. (laughs) It'll be very gross. (laughs) Or beautiful, depends whether or not you're a crab listener. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) And also, if you want to be back to human, you would hit 80 on the human side. So that's 20% crab legs. Or orc. Orc. Yeah, orc. Orc legs. Yeah. All right. Um, Is everyone ready to start the adventure? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's so excited. Let's go! You are all on a ferry. F-E-R-R-Y. This very large boat has room for horse-drawn carriages and hundreds of people. Earlier, you explored and found a basement level that was off-limits, and an indoor level that not only has multiple bathrooms, but even a small restaurant. Neat! You're all standing on the deck that's facing the island, watching the landing dock get closer and closer the cold winter wind blowing in your face. From this distance, you can see several features on the island. Inland from the landing dock, there is a large gray stone building complex and a road that leads into town. Off to the left of the landing dock, the shore of the island is sand, a large beach, which has a crowd of people gathering on it. The ferry jolts suddenly. It makes a loud grinding sound. It's trajectory changes a little bit and its speed slows and it stops short of the dock. Wait, what's going what's going on here, eh? Are we that, supposed to jump? That was rather sudden. Going. Oh. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you want to jump, then I'll let you jump. If not, I can, you know, uh, give you a helpful little push. Okay. Crud jumps. 
to the dock. All right. Crud is jumping. That succeeds automatically because you don't have any stats yet. Are you landing on the dock? It's hundreds of, it's like dozens of feet away. Like, or are you, that's your, that's your trajectory. Okay. Um, let's, you don't have any stats yet. We've broken the system already, <laughs> folks. <laughs> How long was so, that? Here's my question for you. How far can Crud jump? Uh, well, he's downwards a, infinite. Yeah, downwards infinitely. Yeah, <laughs> horizontally. He, he's always been a very good jumper. He's been always been very fit. So I, I'd say he's a really good jumper. All right. How far can Crud jump? Oh, uh, uh, horizontally, uh, probably a good 20, 25 feet. The dock is officially twenty five feet away from the ferry. Yay! <laughs> you land on the dock. Super superhero pose. <laughs> oh boy, that man can jump a long distance. Wish I could. One day I'll be as strong as him with my legs, but I have my own legs. Where is my horse, Alistar? I know he's somewhere on this ship. Where do they keep the horses here? On the first level with the cars, or carriages. Carriages. I All like right. that. <laughs> so I will go retrieve Alistar and we shall make our descent onto the docks with Alistar's forelegs and leap our way across where Crud is currently. Auto success. You also jumped. <laughs> was it 25 feet with your horse? You jumped 25 feet. <laughs> you land on the dock. Well, nice to see you again, Crud. Go ahead. Oh, this is a great time to point out. I have created a mystery and I... um. There are clues for people who look for clues at everywhere you go. So think of this as reading a mystery novel, like when you're reading an Agatha Christie book or something. If you don't look for clues, they will not smack you in the face. They are present for those who search. Go ahead. Keep going. Well, we did just solve your getting off the boat puzzle. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I would like to know why we... Screeched a halt. Is there anything I can see under the water? Did, did it just hit sand before I got to the dock? Bart looks, and the water is not like a sudden sandbar or anything. It is um, a bit of smoke is rising from the ferry. Fire! Well, that's a good thing we got off this ferry. Uh, how many <laughs> other fire-breathing kittens are there on there, on that ferry? One more. Reg, fire! Fire! Yeah, and what you want me to do about it, eh? Get away from fire before you die? Well, yeah, I mean, that's obvious, but, uh, you know, I gotta assume there's, uh, at least some level of, uh, people on here. There might be a captain who might go, this is your captain speaking, we've got a fire, we need everyone to get off right now, or something like that, you know? You know, as you say that, an announcement comes overhead and says, ding dong. Pardon the service interruption, everybody. This is your captain speaking. We have experienced a brief mechanical failure. We'll have this fixed in no time. Um, in the meantime, please just stay in your seats, and we will get this resolved quickly. See, you know, that sort of thing. That's what I was talking about. You didn't have to jump off the boat. But it was fun, and you suggested it. <laughs> hey, just because I suggest something don't mean it's a good idea. It's still an idea. Well, we were supposed to get off here anyway. It's just slightly delayed for them and not delayed for us. So why the hell are we here? Where is this island? It's an island off the coast of Nicomoe. You all came here because you had a three-day weekend and your buddies. And the Got tickets it. were like a third of the normal price. 
because it's winter. Plus, I gotta check on my uh, my my restaurant here. Oh yes, that's right. I wanted to try crabs for the first time. I did fight that giant crab not too long ago. I was telling you about that. It was a giant zombie crab, and you know, it took maybe ten minutes to load my musket and fire at it, but you know, it went down pretty fast. I just used my fists. Yes, I, I would have used mine too if it were close enough. He says, having flashbacks of how long it took just to fire a freaking gun. <laughs> Woo. That was a fun episode, though. Yes, let's let's carry on to your restaurant. I'm looking forward to it. Red, you coming? Well, you know, I was gonna. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining at this point, like Red just stood like on the bow of the ship, leaning over. There's quite a drop, so they're just shouting at each other. <laughs> Well, you exactly. know, I think I might, you know, stay here for a bit. Um, there's still the buffet going, and uh, I want to get to it before, you know, all hell breaks loose on here. I've heard what people do on these sorts of ships where stuff starts stops working, and I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna, you know, vamoose over to the buffet before uh, stuff starts to get um, cannibalistic around here. Okay, we'll oh, be at my restaurant eating there for free. This is my restaurant. Right, well, best of luck to you. Okay. Bartholomew waves back and he turns to Crud as they start, as he, he starts, you know, guiding his horse alongside Crud. Bartholomew turns to Crud and says, do you, do you think he really will become cannibalistic on that ship? I think he's overthinking it. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm hoping it will. <laughs> All right. And this is how I've decided, because um, I feel like, the emotional response to this is what I want when people split the party. The two players who are on the dock, please remove your headphones and look for me making this hand gesture in the video. That's when you would put your headphones back on, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye, right. guys. <laughs> Miss you already. <laughs> so I don't say no, you can't split the party. I just emotionally punish them for doing it. So what are you doing, Reg? Yeah. <laughs> well, I... Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to swap to back to my non... non character voice um well i think initially i do want to go back to the buffet oh yeah yeah it's a great buffet uh, i mean yeah yeah it's included with your ticket for the fair exactly you you, yeah. you you go to the buffet you take out your bag you stuff as much as you can into it uh before you know everyone else wants to try and eat it uh so we're all stocked as far as supplies go but that's not for sharing that's just for me um, and also, listener, while the others aren't paying attention, uh, I may as well let you into a little secret that beneath the skin of Reg lies the notorious mafia hitman, Dr. Nightshade, who is basically just a lizard wearing a human skin suit at this point in time. So anything untoward or weird, which I may do, is because of that, such as potentially after taking all my food out, I might just put a drop or two of uh, unknown substances on some of the others. Not to, endure, not to endorse spiking in any sort of way, but, you know, hitmen probably like to encourage that sort of behavior. So whilst player, I'm just going to stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> this part's for you, man. You I'm do what digging you myself a hole here. <laughs> You're killing all the fairy people, I guess. All yeah. right. Not kill, <laughs> more of a hallucinogenic. I oh, say. okay, all right, yeah, that so happens. So just to encourage the chaos. So we just 
dab a little bit here, a bit into the chicken, a bit into the salad, you know, a bit into the breadsticks. Just go, well, my work here is done. And then we're going to uh, waltz off down to the end room, room to figure out actually what's happened. Because as much as we enjoy causing chaos on the ship, we do also want to get back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you are at the basement level engine room. And, excuse me, guests, that area is employees only. A person in a blue uniform shakes their head. What's with people trying to sneak into the motor room today? As if I don't have enough problems. Hey, who's trying to sneak around here? Me or you? I'm uh, just walking out here like it's nobody's business. You're the one sneaking out of nowhere. How do I know you're an employee? He lifts the collar of his blue uniform and just looks at you with a side eye and is like, I'm not sneaking. You're sneaking. Earlier, that seven foot tall, skinny teenager in a cloak tried to sneak. The one with the glowing red eyes. I'm leaning. Oh, yeah. You make up some story about some teenager with big glowing eyes. Yeah, anybody can do that. Anybody can wear the uniform. I mean, look at me. I'm uh, never mind. I'm not suspicious at all. <laughs> I'm certainly not wearing uh, something that I'm not meant to be. <laughs> the door opens, and uh, before this person can get really suspicious of you, the a second crew person emerges from the engine room, and they whisper something to, I mean, you're there, so they like lean in and whisper to the employee. The first crew member looks shocked and is like, Ah, oh, the mass shaft stabilizer? The impeller? Really? Ah. Oh. Well, uh, you seem to be uh, under a bit of a bit of strain here. As it just so happens, I happen to be a mass stabilizer, impeller, what you might call it, a salesman. And boy, do I have an offer for you. Yeah, I mean, we'd need one of them. The ferry can be either powered by kick paddle or by sail, but both of them have been stolen. Wait, what? Let's see the ones you're selling. <laughs> Well, let's just look at what we got here. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm wearing a coat of some description. Yes, but and let's I will see what tell we you, can pull out randomly. in game, this is like a, a special game object. You know, when you're playing a video game and you've got your, your normal items and you've got your special items, a special game object is the mast shaft stabilizer, if you want to write that down, and impeller. I probably should, because I, will <laughs> I, I forgot it 10 seconds after you said it. <laughs> mast shaft stabilizer and what was the other one impeller. impeller um so basically the idea is this can be powered either by kick paddle or by sail and they do not have sail and they do not have kick paddle and the other thing to write down is seven foot tall skinny teenager in a cloak glowing red eyes and your friends are probably bored out of their minds right now so well <laughs> that's their problem <laughs> whoa splitting the party yeah they're the way i'm not the one who jumped off the ship once. I didn't do it either, man. All right, so so there you go. There's your mini adventure. All right, you can you can bring them in if you want. Okay. Oh well, you're not off the boat yet. That's all right. I can take mine off. Oh. We'll switch it over. <laughs> okay. Well, no, you come back in too. Uh, yeah, you got to join up with them eventually. Come on. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Only he do doesn't want to be do with the us, why would with them in the restaurant? I'll just I'll sort it myself. If he doesn't want to be with us, why we would want to be with him? I mean, Lord, Lord. Mm. You know, this is a great time to point out that... It's probably for the best, to be honest. 
<laughs> this is a great time to point out the opportunity that I've given you to, for healthy competition in this game. Did you know that there's a points system and every NPC that you save from the giant impending wave that your characters don't know is coming, but you the players do, is a point? So which of you three players will get the most points by the end of today's game? Who knows? Let's find out. Compete the, that way. The I think audience it gets it. No, the audience gets the most points. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. So, Reg... You've gotten some clues. What are you doing now? Well, uh, I'm going to, you know, go up to the, the captain's office and uh, try and uh, commandeer, I think is the right word. I want to commandeer the, the announcements so I can uh, knock on the door and just go knock, knock, knock and saying knock, knock, knock at the same time as I actually knock, knock, knock. There are no stats yet. Everything you want to do succeeds. You have the announcement radio in your hand. All right, folks. Um, I got good news and I got bad news for you. The bad news is that, uh, well, this shaping ain't going nowhere. The good news is uh, I know how to fix it. More bad news, well, or good news, depend. I, I need everybody to take off their clothes. <laughs> we got to make a sale over here. So everyone take off your clothes. We'll, you know, we'll attach them together, make a big old sale and sail right on out of here. You mean the 25 feet you need to get to the dock? Yep. And this is a great time to point out that I have uh, an X card, and I'm going to use it for mass nakedness, but I'm going to leave this in the I episode. I didn't say people all move. the clothes. <laughs> um, let me just say, there's only uh, like some old guy with a cane and three crew members on this boat, so you do that, and you make a sail, and you succeed, and it is five by five of material and the old guy with the cane is cold because <laughs> it's january <laughs> but i'm gonna x-card the mass nakedness and change it into minimum nakedness there we go one person well crud so what, is what also naked take because off some of your clothes crud's also naked because as soon as he heard take off your clothes he did it <laughs> you have just a loincloth what it does not contribute very what? much to the sale <laughs> you don't that wasn't for you crud you don't need to do that Oh, uh, oops. Uh, aren't you cold? Rather cold. This I was going to ask before, but now it's very obvious. It doesn't seem to be affecting you that much. Orcus constitution. I see. I could learn something from that. My skin's a lot thicker than yours. Yes, that's why I need this heavy cotton coat here. You should try it. Just free. Freedom. I don't mm. think I'm putting this back on all episodes. Maybe another day. Hey, you Maybe two over day. there. I don't suppose uh, you've seen uh, any, uh, whatchamacallits, uh, any uh, suspicious seven-foot-tall teenagers in a cloak and glowy eyes at all. Okay. Oh, just for context, are you talking to us? And is it yeah. through the intercom? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I imagine it's the intercom. Both. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know. We just put our headphones back on. Let me check. Okay, so I look at the cr Oh. From this distance, you can see several features of the island. Inland past the landing dock, there is a large gray stone building complex and a road that leads into town. Left of the landing dock, the shore of the island is white sand, a beach, and a crowd of people gathering on the beach. I have sent you all a map with nine locations on it. You are currently at the ferry. From here, you can see the cannery complex and the crowd on the beach, which are both labeled on the map. Where do you go? Well, um, I'm looking at I the... go back to my earlier question. 
Right. And I'm trying to discover what the question, an answer to that question. I look at the crowd to see if I see I mean, any you seven feet. You can say feet. yes or you can say no. We'll just figure it out as we go. <laughs> I look for a seven foot tall teenager in the crowd. Cause there we go. The crowd is quite a lot of people. So from this distance, you would say you'd have to get closer to the crowd to see all of the crowd. I do that. Allow me to take a closer look. Well, oh, okay. We'll go together. Yes, you come. And you will need less clothing here soon. Oh, oh is it going to get warmer? We're going to toughen you up so you can be a little more like me. <clears throat> oh, yes. <laughs> Bartholomew is a, a, a bit worried, but this is also the headmaster of Fire Breathing Kittens Academy, and he wants to put on a good show, and he's a bit, oh, I'm a bit nervous about this, but let's start off small. He takes off his hat, and we'll go from there. Baby steps, if you don't mind. Good with me. <laughs> Reg, are you also headed to the crowd? Yeah, I may as I'll, I'll, I'll meet up with the other two, because I've got my supplies, and I got uh, nothing else to do on the ship, as far as I know. It's, uh, I assume it's not going to move until we get them key items, so... We can uh, go head off in the town and maybe see if there's a uh, hide or hair of this uh, suspicious-looking character. Can you describe how you get from the ferry to the dock? Yes, I dive off the back end of the sea and then pop up like a dolphin on the jetty. <laughs> awesome. In a totally non-suspicious way. <laughs> totally human. Nothing to see here, people. Total, yep. <laughs> you took the woods right out of my pie hole. You head to the crowd, so you're walking down the sandy beach. Okay. A crowd of people wearing suits and dresses are gathered on the beach, all craning their neck to look closer to the middle. They clutch their shawls closer to themselves in the cold wind, their formal shoes and high heels sinking into the sand. So the this dress is rather interesting. Why would they be wearing clothing like this on the beach here? Do we see any seven-foot-tall... Now that you are closer, so you, I'm going to the option if they get closer, you mm -hmm. enter the crowd, crud, and you start looking at all of the faces, and that's why you're close enough to see, collectively, multiple people at once go, ah, yeep, it moved, whoa, you, because you're looking, you can see, laying in the boundary between sand and sea, a wave splashes onto a mass of tentacles, onto a giant eyeball. It's a squid. And indeed, it is alive. You can tell because a deep gnome man, middle-aged, three feet tall, gray hair, mottled gray skin, black eyes, definitely not a seven-foot-tall, skinny person in a cloak with glowing red eyes present in this crowd. This deep gnome pokes the squid with a stick, and the squid flails a tentacle in response. What, what's going on here? What's, what's up with the squid? Does it need help? Indeed, it might need help. Mm, I shall examine it. And then he's muttering to himself as he examines, the, looking at, like, there's tentacles, and he's, like, unraveling them. Professor Spark might be interested in the experimental results if I tested the new powder we acquired on the squid. And he's examining it. He's getting closer. He's, like, you're encouraging him to examine it. This deep gnome tugs a leather satchel that was hanging on his belt, freeing it. He loosens the drawstring, opening the bag, and tilts it over the squid. Nothing happens. He looks inside the bag, holding it up over his head, and nothing happens. He shakes gently, and whoosh! A red powder from inside the bag pours onto his head, fills the area, and drifts over the town. <coughs> you feel tingly. What did you just 
do to us? Oh, I'm feeling deja vu from this this situation. I feel like we've I've dealt with powder that has to do with with being on an island and and something terrible happening afterwards. This is all deja vu from an earlier from an earlier adventure I've been on. In fact, my first adventure here with fire breathing kittens. So this does not bode well as far as far as I as far as I can predict. Cred, what was your question? I was going to answer it, and then uh, Cred picks the gnome up by yeah. his lapel, so he's face to face. Yeah, and says, "What did you just do to us?" The gnome's gray skin is coated in red powder, and you guys all feel tingly. And the gnome says, <coughs> "I I was testing the new powder we acquired." Professor Spark and I on the squid and everybody roll a D100. Quietly. Um, 93. I yet. I'm being very quiet. <laughs> 23. I heard 23. What was the other one? 93. 93. Uh, 40. 40. So the lowest is 23. Lowest is better in this game. Bart, you feel great. Can you please pick eyes, hands, or feet? Hands. Your hands are boosted to 80%. Pinchers, which triggers the transformation. Please describe. <laughs> this was not what I was expecting, GM, but I will go ahead and describe it. I'm like, oh, <clears throat> I'm feeling rather, rather hot just thinking about everything that I've gone, the adventure I've gone through so far, adventures I've been in so far, and this one now, just deja vu of an island and a curse and this powder is making me itch and smells very weird. Smells like, smells very good actually. Smells like something you'd put on some seafood. But I'm going to go ahead and take... <laughs> it's all bait. Yeah, it's all bait. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> is that what it is? That was your, it is yeah. now. It smells like old bay now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's old bay. This smells pretty good. But I'm going to go ahead and take uh, uh, Crud's advice and take off my overcoat. And he goes to put up, take, take off his overcoat. He goes, he just feels snip, snip. Like two scissors. It looks down. It's like, what? What? Freaking out. What in the blood? What is? What? Ah, ah, ah. He's freaking out. Like, ah, ah, ah. shaking his hands in front of him. It's like, wondering what's going on. Uh, what is going on? What are my hands? The, the crab claws. What is this? So he's freaking out. Yeah. Go ahead. The gray-skinned gnome wraps a knuckle on your crab claw and says... Wow, this is strong material. I'd say it's impervious to physical damage. Impervious to... I don't care! Where are my hands? How... Fix this! There must be some way to reverse this. Crud just looks at it and licks his lips. Both... <laughs> I had to translate that into words. Both all of you just looks at him, gives this very concerned, surprised look at Crud. He's like, No! No, I'm Bartholomew. I'm one of the five-breathed kittens. He wouldn't dare think of... And then he looks at his... He's like, I wonder what it... Has this weird dog go through his... I wonder what it tastes like. No, no. I can't, I can't think that, but... The smell. No, what? What? What is going on? What did you do to me? <laughs> Turning to that gnome. Who are you? My name is Lobo, and I am Professor Sparks' minion, and... We got this powder here, and so I thought I'd try it on the squid, and I accidentally dumped the powder over myself and the entire town, it seems like. Looks at the gas cloud moving over the town. 
Um, so we're all going to find out together. <laughs> just looking at it. It's, I have crab hands. I've snipped my, my wonderful regimental coat. And now it's all going to happen to us. You have to find a way to reverse this. And GM moment, you have snipped something small. That is a plus or minus five. Please roll with your uh, hands are now 80. So please roll a D100. And if you get a 79, a 78, a 77, etc., you succeed. And if you get an 80, I think it's meet it to beat it. So 80 would still succeed. 81 would fail. 82 would fail, etc. So what's your number? Mm. You have attempted... A 19. That is quite the success. You can choose. So the rules are not specific on plus, minus, when to do that. So I figure success means flexibility. You can choose to add or subtract five from your pincher stat. If you want to be below 80, you can. Um, so, it, would be yeah, an anyway. attempt to, it would be an attempt to gain my hands back a bit because well, no, he no, was no. trying it to... It is snipping something. You snipped oh. something and mm-hmm. you got a 19. So you successfully snipped your jacket thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that means you can choose... Plus or minus five. If you had failed, it would have been minus every time because mm-hmm. failure is the opposite of choice. So I'm going to choose to yeah. pl- to minus five, so it could be have more success with doing stuff with my hands, less than my, instead of my pinchers. Because right now, while the goal is to become more of a crab, and right now my hands are definitely crab-like, I'd like to maintain my hands for this part for this portion of the adventure. Okay, then reach twenty, and you will. But right now you're at 75. Mm-hmm. But if you want full hands again, you got to go back to 20. Right. And you would do that by repairing something, peeling off a sticker, twisting a cap, performing a magic trick, writing, etc. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have a 75 in 75, 25 now. 75 pinchers, 25 crab. To trigger back to hands, you would need to go to 20 hum- human hands. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, it's not full crab and not... It's definitely more crab-like, but it's getting more human-like at, at 75. At 80, it's full crab. But now that's below 80%, it's sort of half and half. But since it's at 75, it's, yeah. You, you have a claw with a thumb. <laughs> very, th- very small thumb, yes. <laughs> Doesn't really do too much at 75. Now, whatever you do, don't feel the need to pick your nose. Why Otherwise, you that something? thing's coming right off. I have, you know a handkerchief. I have a handkerchief for that. Once the, let, me, let me just grab my handkerchief, because now that you've mentioned it, I do have a and I sniff the handkerchief. Can hey, I roll good again? News, you got two handkerchiefs. You snipped something. Like, Please roll and tell me your result. I got a 17. That so. is below a 75. You can subtract it by a five if you would like. Freedom of choice. Reg, why would you suggest that? I, th- I need to blow my nose and I'm trying to I, grab I'm my just, handkerchief. I'm just the idea guy. I don't have like a filter for, you know, the quality of ideas. He's, Bartholomew is, is a bit perturbed from all of this. It goes down by another five, down to 70% now. A little bit more human, but still not. Still, still very, very much like a crab claw. And he is very perturbed trying to do all this. and keeps snipping everything he tries to grab. You could write, and that would be 10. Just spend like two minutes writing a pamphlet, and you can just have your number what you want. So Bart spends some time adjusting your number to whatever you want. I don't care. I'm not going <laughs> to impose this on you in this game. You be the percentage of crab that you want to be. 
oh no, this is this is fine where I'm at. I'm at 70 now. From yeah. Bartholomew is going to try to stop doing things with his crab claws and is trying to calm himself down, taking deep breaths, as he learned in in his in his adventure is his um starting up adventure classes. Ah <sighs> okay. Calm down. We need to focus. Stop thinking about crabs. Why are we here? We are here to try out the new food at the International House of Crabs. Damn it! <laughs> I need to stop thinking about crabs! We need to get off of this island. Now, I, Bart, I just want to make sure you're not a rabbi, are you? No. Good. What? <laughs> you, you'll get it eventually. I'll leave it at that. I, I already got it. Yeah. Just It just flies <laughs> over Bartholomew's head. And the player. Yes, definitely the player. Most of the time when these jokes are made, it flies over the player's head and the char- the actual character has no choice but to go along with it. I'll, I'll explain you- it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna uh, kneel down and uh, take a look at this, uh, this uh, uh, squid. The squid has sprouted crab legs and is using them to inch their way back into the ocean <laughs> slowly. Now that seems like a good idea. Hey, uh, squiddy. And I'm just gonna whisper something to the to the squid, which nobody hears, and will hopefully come back later at some point. You got it? Okay. In you go. And I just shove the squid back into the into the sea. Come on, get out. There we go. Come on, come on. Wait for lever. That thing's heavy. Lobo reacts to the removal of their experimental subject by saying, "Oh, that's okay. I have plenty more now, apparently." And looks at those crab claws on Bart. So oh yeah, crab. do with him what you want. Has anyone got any boiling water? Oh, in my restaurant. Oh, fantastic! Let's go. Come on, Bart. We got some uh, investigating to do. Bart is acknowledging that you said that by nodding, but not looking towards you. And he starts looking among the crowd. Is the crowd turning as well? Or is it just him? Oh yeah, yeah. People definitely are able to sprout crab legs and eye stalks but then they suppress them just like you did immediately going back to their original form mm-hmm. people don't really want eye stalks yeah and uh let, let me ask you this gm uh how many legs does a horse now got oh man oh gosh <laughs> oh no <laughs> alistar no what's alistar look like a ten-legged crab horse bartholomew is like oh dear alistar no and then, but how's Alistar handling this? Is Alistar just chilling? Well, I mean, that's that's up to you, surely. Yeah, it's your horse. <laughs> you I would imagine me. that the horse is just being a horse. It's not reacting at all. But Bartholomew is, oh, no, my poor horse. Wait, Alistar, you seem to not be bothered by this at all. <laughs> Alistar loves legs. <laughs> I love how everyone plays off Alistar. It's just a horse. <laughs> love it. Well, then. Well, let me... Let's head to the restaurant. I guess we can probably find out what to do from there. I would imagine that we'd have to find a way to transform everyone back into human. Or at least at least stop the transformation before it gets out of hand. So this uh, Lobo fellow here can find a, an antidote to this, to this, um, to this uh, sort of curse. My word, I'm running to a lot of curses on islands dealing with crabs and whatnot. Well, let's see what we can find out. So I'm going to mount Alistar and begin heading to the International House of Crabs. All aboard the crab horse. <laughs> so am I leaving this guy here or are we taking him with us? 
Oh, he can come with us. Uh, I think we need someone to interrogate a bit later on. You know, in between courses. Okay. And look up a look up an antidote or a something. They can come up with this powder that can transform people into crabs. They can find one that can create a powder that transforms people back into humans and other and other humanoids. Lobo like gestures at all the people who have after sprouting some crab parts definitely voluntarily returned to their original form and says it seems to be that you've just got more choices now it's not a curse crud still Bartholomew. still you know crud had him right in front of him so he just transferred him to under his arm and starts walking and like a minion he's so comfy and cozy there and he's like oh it's warm <laughs> it's cold outside you know so i mean like he's snuggling He's cozy. I wouldn't want to snuggle there, but okay. <laughs> I mean... It's an orc armpit. Yeah, he's comfy. It, this is a classic minion. He is so happy to be told what to do and where to go, and, and it's warm. He's having a really good day. So Bartholomew will use... I'd imagine... I remember reading in the rule book that you use feet to drive a car. I'd imagine doing the same for uh, riding a horse. Yeah, so. I mean, do you want to make this a roll? Because I'll just give it to you. I think you can probably ride your horse, right? It's your character defining yeah, feature. Yeah, but, it, but it's a crab horse now. It is a crab horse. Yeah, it's got more legs. It'll be more difficult. Yeah, sure, roll. Hmm. Well, it takes legs to properly mount a steed of any kind, any kind of form. I'm sure I know how to how to ride a horse, but I could ride even a giant crab monster horse hybrid. Let me see. The 24 skills trying to roll for feet. So feet is under. So that's a success. You can increase or decrease your feet skill by 10 because you succeeded. And I consider that to be similar to riding a bike or driving a car. As we begin heading heading towards the International House of Crabs, I see that that Alistair is actually making good headway and is actually enjoying this new form. And as this is, I'm kicking him in the side, giddy up, giddy up. And I notice maybe this would be more effective if I were to turn into more of a crab. So I start to think hard on becoming a crab, as Lobo had said. And I see my legs start hardened a bit. And I can kind of see just the ankles because I'm still wearing my breeches. And saying, oh, that's right. I need to start learning to take, take off some of my clothing to get used to the cold. Perhaps I should take off my jacket. I take off my overcoat. I just have my undershirt. And... Yes, hey, it's I all know right. Some... We already got the sail done. You don't need to do that. GM mm, note, but... the sail is tiny and cannot do the ferry. <laughs> just to just point out. That. But I also like the lack of nakedness, the clothing clothing good. So I don't know if I should clarify here or encourage you to encourage him to keep his clothes on. I don't know. Who <laughs> yeah. knows what's I going understand. on anymore? I understand. I'm not going to get too, too, make it too out of hand. But I do want to keep up the idea that Bartholomew is trying to imp impress upon Crud and is tupping himself up. And as I say, I look at my ankles, I notice they're starting to harden. You see little crabby hairs instead of just human hairs, kind of like a carapace starting to form. And my feet are transforming slowly into crab. At, and now it's at 55%, I would imagine. Yes. Now here's my question about the horse. Does it now walk sideways? Oh, yeah, yeah. Crabs scuttle sideways. This ten-legged horse going sideways. Definitely. <laughs> Very peculiar and a bit odd, but we shall we shall see how where this heads. Perhaps this is good evolutionary evolutionary wise. So long as we can choose whether to be more human or more crab, I don't see anything wrong with this actually. 
All right, Bart, what are your final numbers? Currently, my hands, pincher, my pinchers I have at 70, my feet are at 55, and eyes are at Wait, wait, 50. wait. Um, can you announce mm-hmm. the numbers like 80% hands, 20% pinchers? You know, where say both words. So like eyes, eyes are on a scale from eyes to eye stalks. It is a hands bit confusing. To, yeah. So my hands are at 70 per, 70% pinchers at... So... Oh, say actually, hands. Would... So 30% hands, 70% pinchers, right? Mm-hmm. And then say the human one. Right. I, I, I'm looking at something the, w- the way I've written down for listeners. I've got a graph down to track it. And the way I've written it down, I have to reverse which one is which. So my hands are at 30%, pinchers at 70%. My feet are at 45%. My legs are at um, crab, my crab. My human feet are at 45%. My crab legs are at 55%. My eyes and eye stalks are both 50-50. All right. So we are heading to the diner. Everybody settled? Everybody got your numbers where you want them? Yeah, I didn't have to do nothing. Yeah, you're 70-30 all the way down. (laughs) (laughs) 70, orc, 30, crab. All right. Reg, you good? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with who I am. I wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't pick this guy if not. I mean, uh, yeah, never mind. All right, you're at a diner. It's a one-story restaurant with booths and a bar counter. There's a full wall mural of a person reaching out one finger to touch hands with a crab who is extending its pincher back. Such like the famous painting. Yeah. Various people are eating and the staff appears to be two men. One of the men is a server and one of the men is a chef. The server says, one burger with fries, one chicken sandwich and salad. One peppermint milkshake. The server, whose name tag says Encosingifile, shouts back into the kitchen. The chef, a six foot three inch tall human man in his late forties with brown hair and green eyes, shouts back, I keep telling you, make ticket. You know my memory is pieces, really. The chef takes a drag on a pipe and starts grilling what is probably a burger or a chicken. The server smiles mischievously and then turns to greet you, party. He says, Welcome to the International House of Crab Meat. Bar top or booth, and how many? Well, Phil, um, thank you for saying hi to us. Um, do what the chef says. Okay, okay, I'll make a ticket. And he writes down one burger, or burger, fries, chicken sandwich, salad, peppermint shake, and slaps it on the, the counter to go back to the kitchen. Uh, and the whole time, Crudge just standing next to his his picture that's on the wall in the exact oh. same pose. Oh, oh. <laughs> server doesn't notice. Yeah, server has not noticed that the owner is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, minus loincloth. Uh, we're gonna need a, a a big pot of boiling water, and also, um, what do we need to interrogate this guy, Crud? I uh, do the water. Water, some. Oh, how about we get some, uh, get some rope and uh, maybe a pulley. chair. Pulley. Yeah, pulley. Yeah, I like the way you think. Oh, and Mistress uses thumb screws. I love thumb screws. Please. <laughs> okay, no thumb screws for uh-uh. anybody. Uh huh. <laughs> Bartholomew is looking between the three of them, confused, a bit concerned. He's like interrogation, and this man seems to like the idea. I'm not sure what. <laughs> I'm not sure what to think at this very moment. Uh, uh, Mr. Lobo, you said you w- would look for an antidote to this to this thing, correct? 
I'm sure some people like the idea of being able to transform between a crab and a human, or humanoid, but not so, not so much. Some people might not like that idea and want to just be go, go back to normal. Maybe a bit myself and maybe Alistar. Alistar seems to be, I see Alistar like transforming more legs, less legs, pinchers, eye stalks. Alistar seems to be a bit confused. Maybe Alistar would appreciate having this cure. Lobo looks you right in the eye and is like, look, I'm, so, I'm sorry that I used my precious powder on you. Um, I don't have any more. Uh, but it's just you have an ability to become a crab now. You don't have to be a crab. It's not a curse. But if you'd like to, what was it, rope? Oh, please. I, I could tell you more. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go to Sometimes the kitchen. you gotta do what you gotta do. And, you, you, you know, if what you gotta do is uh, play into the, the weird sexual fantasies of some little dwarf, then you gotta do that sometimes, you know? Well, every location should have a giant crab pot in the back with boiling water. So let's just go back there and get started. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Bud, bring your, you and your uh, crab claws. I'm going to test something. Yeah, we he need hears, to test the water. He, he, yeah. he hears everyone talking to him and acknowledges it, but it kind of fades out with like a subtle, that tinnitus ring. And he's just looking at that, that crab painting of the crab and God and their fingers are touching. And he's thinking to himself, am I dreaming? Shakes his head and looks back as... Oh, this must be a normal adventure. <sighs> this is something I had. This is the new normal I must be attending to now. So, yes, let's boil some water for whatever reason to interrogate someone who wants to be interrogated because we're all turning into crabs. We, this Is this... Crud, is this normal for fire-breathing kittens? He says, looking at Crud with his arms crossed, still staying next to the painting of his arms crossed. It's a Tuesday. I see. Yes. That Let's was go. one of the... Yeah, I mean, what do you guys want to know from Lobo? Uh, not to deprive you of that fantasy scene, but just like he loves it. What What do you want him to tell you? You know. Well, well first we want the uh, we want uh, Bart to test the water to make sure it's hot enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. Take is a claw a, in there. Sk- is that a skill for that? Let's see. Well, it's a dunking dunking your claws Swim. in the water. It's there quite we difficult. Go. Swim. So, how big of a pot is it? Is the pot big enough for me to theoretically? Swim? Let's yes. be... Yes. I, thank you. Yes. Crud is smiling very big at the prospect. So it's like a... It's, it's a See, if it's the same reason I'm smiling, then... <laughs> <laughs> it's less of a... More of an incredulous smile. More so of a... Are we, how can you not get what we're getting at? <laughs> so, Bartholomew... Sora dips his feet into water before it gets too hot and says, well, let's see. What do they say about the frog when you put it in a, a pot of water and you start to boil it slowly and see if it dies from slowly boiling over? Let's see what happens it's with me. See if, I wonder how long does it take for a crab to start? I'm not sure. What happens to a crab when it boils? Well, I know what happens to a human when it starts boiling and I'm looking at it right now. Hmm. But is a crab more resistant to boiling? As the water is increasing in temperature, it's about the temperature of a, of a, of a comfortable spa now. This is rather nice. Hmm, I'm actually enjoying this. But yes, I see your uh, viewers. I have no idea why this is happening. What's go- 
I'm you boiling know. myself to, to become more like a crab. Why are you doing this thing? I don't... Because we're playing... Everything is going to crab. Yeah. Okay. Um... And Bartholomew is trying to be impress, impress the guild master and this other guild mate who is like... Who is licking lips and, and rubbing his hands together. <laughs> looking at Bartholomew. He's very concerned, but also... This this might be just a dream. This might be a dream. I have have had strange strange adventures since I've started here. I've almost forgotten why I'm here. Well, I can't. <laughs> oh yes, I remember why I'm here. I'm here to find a cure to the zombie plague that plagues my hometown. But right now, I think I'm in a more dark <laughs> dire circumstances of late. I'm boiling myself in water to become more like a crab. So I'm going to attempt to swim around and possibly get out now that they've removed the ladder. <laughs> okay. You, you know, you know, Crud, a uh, <laughs> number of people I've seen boiling. I can't say I've seen that many people doing it willingly. I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, this oh, yeah. is a first. Walk up, so walk up something like it's nobody's business. That's actually per. So they've put me in the pot of the large, no, the gigantic you put yourself. pot you put of yourself. yourself. You put yourself. Yes. <laughs> don't, put, don't bring us in. We yeah. only wanted you to put your claws into yeah. it. Yeah, just the claw. <laughs> Listen, it's a gaslighting into thinking I was the one that wanted to do this. No, they they were subtly Go suggesting it's a. Go back and listen. No, we. <laughs> we only it was claw. It was claw. You put yourself in the pot. I don't really understand, but you know, this is basically a GMless system. If you want to adjust your number, you simply roll, and if you succeed, you can change it plus or minus, and if you fail, you subtract. So, like, if so, you want to swim and get plus or minus 10 crab leg points and adjust your number, you can. The only, literally, the only part the GM does is that if you don't have 80 in all three stats crab at the end, I kill you with a giant wave. That's the only thing I do. So you can have your number whatever you want. <laughs> So first, I'm going to be swinging around trying to grow this carapace to prevent myself from boiling alive. Let's see what happens. It Roll doesn't do that. So let's see. Weirdly enough, an internet search for the words, do crabs boil quicker than humans, has not returned any useful results. <laughs> Why? Thank oh you, Reg. Why are we... Because okay. If Buffal if Bartholomew wants to try and turn into a crab, he might boil quicker than if he tries to turn into a human. GM, here's a here's a good question. So I'm rolling for le crab crab legs and feet, and mm -hmm. I'm trying to become more of a crab, so I need to roll So you boil higher. quicker. Lower. I need to roll lower? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the question. The, my my stat is at fifty five right now. Mm -hmm. And I rolled a fifty five. Mm-hmm. You so succeed. That... We're meet it to beat it. So mm. you can increase or decrease your number by 10 if you would like. I'm increasing it by 10. And I feel that I feel my carapace beginning to form. And I look down and I say, ah, I see it's actually working quite well. But now I am burning alive. I must <laughs> crawl out of this. And it's a good thing I did that because now I must crawl out of this boiling pot of water. That your, um, your I tombstone see is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Reg, I, I've no, I noticed you pull out the ladder. Maybe I, I understand though. You're a fellow fire-breathy kitten. Would not want to boil me alive. You're just like crud. You're trying to test me and, and strengthen me. And I understand this. And now I shall crawl out of this this smooth metal pot like a 
<laughs> just, I'm just imagining a crab like trying a to crawl crab out. in a bathtub. <sighs> okay, yeah, so I'm going to roll again. And this will also... Something like it's f- nobody's business nobody's is business. legs. Roll under your number, which is 65 now, you said, to succeed. Yes, Quick question. And... How, how does dying work in this game? Yeah. At the end, if you don't hit... No, I mean like now. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's turning himself into a crab in boiling water. We know what uh, happens. It smells like cooked crab in here now. Yeah, okay, oh. so you'll notice that molt to regrow appendage. You discover, Bart, that crabs are immortally invulnerable to damage. You just grow new whatever got burned. Officially. Mm. You can't die here. Right. Well, so I rolled a 64. I rolled a 64 out of... 65. I'm getting very close on these rolls. And that was actually low enough to make it out. So, yeah, you can yes. also change your number by up to 10 if you would like. My legs are up to 75. I'm growing a carapace. And I crawl out of the thing. I shake off the, shake off the water. I'm like, oh, I feel like a rejuvenated man. <laughs> Rip off like manly the, my, my human shirt. And I say, look at me. My carapace is forming. And you just see. Instead of abs, it's like this armor with little hairs growing out. Uh, how many legs do you have now? Hmm. Let me take a look. Uh, looks like one, two, three, six right now. Uh, well, here's the situation. The kitchen now smells like crab, cooked crab. Yes. And, um, well, Crud loves crab. He's taking a bite out of your leg. <laughs> Where is it? Skip away at high speed. <laughs> Hey, look, tackle buddy, you. you turned yourself into a crab. What do you expect? 26. Skitter, skitter, skitter. Okay, so this is a great chance to introduce, for some reason, as the GM, <laughs> also known as the King Crab, I am going to introduce the... So we have an overarching mechanic of allowing or disallowing player versus player. First, the victim has to acknowledge and consent. Uh, victim, Bart, would you like to be bitten? Or you could have this auto fail. Oh, this is fine. Okay, now that they have consented, we will do the mechanics, which is you both roll, um, attempt, name the thing that you're attempting and your number and your roll and the difference between the two. So, for example, if your number is 80 and you roll 50, your difference is 30 for um, holding an object, which is what you'd have to do if you want to bite into it. So you'd go, I'm rolling pinchers, I'm holding an object, which is the thing I'm about to bite. I, my number is 80 and I rolled a 50, so I, I, I was lower than my number by 30. So that's what I want from both of you. I've got 49. Okay, I'm going to choose hands. Okay, so hands. say the thing you're attempting. Mm-hmm. I'm attempting to hold something. Say what you're using. Using oh. my pinchers. Say your stat. My stat is 80. And say what you rolled. My number was 50 and the difference, which was 30. Okay? So I am attempting to scamper away at high speed, which is a plus or minus 5. I'm going it's a crab to crab leg trait. First, crab yeah. legs. Okay. I ro- my stat is at 75. Uh-huh. And I rolled a 26. Uh-huh. So your difference is 49. All right, 49 for Bart. Okay. Crud. Um Crud is trying to grab a hold of him so he can bite down on him. Yeah. So he's using his hands, which is at a 70 right now. Holding onto an object is better with pinchers than it is with hands. Hands are for fine detailed things. So it is a crab oh, trait. It, it, has, crab it, it has listed on there strangle someone. That's what he's doing. It does. Okay. So you would like to use your hands? <laughs> yes, I would. Okay. What's your hand stack? 70. Okay. What'd you roll? Six. 
What's the difference? 64. With a difference of 64, which is a greater difference than 49, um, you have a chunk bitten out of you, apparently consentingly, Bart. Where are we and what are we doing, you guys? (laughs) (laughs) They're eating one another. You know, I had the writer's room for this uh, game and I was like, hey guys, I got this whole plan. I got all these locations they can explore. And they're going to be like, so how'd that go? And I'm going to be like, they bit one another. Went really well. So well. I'd like to hear Crud describe how he just chews into Bartholomew's crabby leg. I'm going to step away from the table for a sec. Let you guys finish this yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Just describing eating a crab leg. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He just uh, bites down, starts chewing, uh, chewing your leg. Then he spits it out and just says, not done yet. What in the places were you thinking? I, I'm a living being. You're I'm a crab. The... I eat crab. Uh, uh, Ridge, what what are you thinking about all this? Can't you believe what he's doing? I'm thinking you're the one who went into the bottle of water, mate. Uh, five breathing kittens are driving me insane. I'm not sure what to think anymore. Uh, well, it's actually not. It's not too bad, actually. Actually. Well, look at that. <laughs> and his leg is starting to grow back. It's a little stumpy. Well, if you want to finish cooking yourself, I'll take another bite and we'll try again later. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, How about you just throw the one you took and into the pot let it cook some more? Because, Good idea. Well, my, leg is, my leg is growing back, actually. This is the, this is the strangest feeling. Okay. Uh, I am, hmm. Crud just finishes <laughs> ripping that leg off and throws it into the pot. I mean, I imagine he already ripped it off. So but he just bit a chunk out of it. But it's easy. Rip, mm-hmm. bro. So Bartholomew's leg, new crab leg, is growing back. It's a little stubby. It's like this is rather interesting. I wonder if this is how you know sea creatures normally feel. They're just like, oh, it's painful, but then, oh, it grows right back, and I live another day. Oh, how I would love to have something. Huh. He starts thinking deeply on this idea. Starts thinking about how to help his family back home to deal with the revenants. The revenants come back. I wonder if they're under the same kind of influence. They do turn to a, into an ash when you kill them and that powder that... And he's like, I wonder if Lobo... Excuse me, Lobo. Can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Have you ever dealt with the undead? No. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Out of character, I know that. I know that's bull, but at the same time, <laughs> Bartholomew's, ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> she was just smiling. So, Lobo. You guys to need me. <laughs> Lobo, what's it going to take to get it an antidote? Because apparently my friend doesn't want to be eaten. Having an existential crisis. There's no need for an antidote because you can be completely human and you can be crab and you can be anywhere in between. It's your choice. So there's no, just, if you don't want to be a crab, don't be a crab. So what you're Having, telling me is you're not going to work on one. Oh, I've got one here. And he goes to the onion powder and sprinkles onion powder on you guys and says, now write an essay and you'll be completely human. And sprinkles onion powder on you guys. You're cured. All right. I think this guy's a joke. Players, if you remember, you can choose the percentage. <laughs> this is not supposed to be a hard concept. You can choose the percent of human and crab you are, and you don't have to be crab if you don't want to. 
this is the gimmick of the game, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you mm-hmm. knew this when we signed up. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, oh, I understand. I'm just role-playing my character and not understanding. Your character now understands that they mm-hmm. can be completely human if they want. Because mm-hmm. of the onion powder. Okay. Right now, Bartholomew is just wondering... Oh, so this is this is an this is something that is good. We can choose between human and crab, but is that good philosophically? Because if we can choose to be invulnerable to all da- to to anything, what does that do to the human experience? If if we no longer have to fear death, what does that mean? We do we become tyrants of our own, of our, of our own making? Do we just start just start hurting each other? Does torture become the new way? What does that say of war, of peace, of life and death? <laughs> so, Crud's player and Reg, please interact with your environment and explore the story. Well, ju- uh, during uh, Bart's philosophical musings, I think uh, Reg and Crud can work together to tie Lobo up to the chair, hang them upside down, with oh, our yeah. rope and pulley system over the bottle, over the big pot of water. And go, all right, listen here, you tell us uh, what you know about some uh, some scruffy seven-foot teenager in a, in a cloak and glowy red eyes, huh? And we just lower you down like this uh, till you just, your head is right over the water. <laughs> oh, he's loving it. He has, like, the, like, droplets of water are, are like, splattering on his head. He's like, yes. Um, I saw them at the party. They were oh yeah, passing... what 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 party is that? And he giggles, and then he's like, they were passing up the beach to go to the beachside community center party. Oh, so there's a the so what's the party about then? Uh, is or is it just like a political party, uh, a birthday party, uh, a January uh, Blue Monday kind of a party? A winter wonderland. Oh, is that right? Okay, uh. Is there any other information we can get from you? Uh, I know, just, uh, whoa, my, my hand slipped. Look at that. Oh, oh that's a <laughs> bit of a, a boiling heat you got there. Uh, I know he's just having a great time. I mean, he's like, oh, it's been so long since the mistress and I did this together. I've really missed it. <laughs> do you want to be in the water? I mean, we can do that. We could just tie it off and leave leave you hanging. What, what do you, what is your fantasy, Lobo? The moment you ask him what he wants, he does not like that. <laughs> you should decide for me. Okay, I say let go of the rope. All right, we have one cooked Lobo. I'm going to scratch Lobo <laughs> off of the... Did, did the powder get on them? I think they're fine, right? They just... They're yeah, they're, fine, they're, they're covered, yeah. covered with everything, too. Okay, because one of the options for this game is to permanently remove Lobo, because Lobo's uh, a character is a henchman of Professor Spark, so... Um, well, that also it's, depends on if Lobo wants to be a crab or not. Oh, I mean, Lobo's loving being a crab, you know, swimming around in the boiling water, and um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that <laughs> situation. What are you guys doing? Uh, Crud's I mean, gonna... it, right, like it, a minion would slightly enjoy being minion-y, right? Like, am I role playing this character right, or do they do they just have a miserable life? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the minion. It depends on what. It depends on what their preferences are. And obviously, right? this guy likes to be tortured. A minion. Yeah, he likes to be a minion. All right. So, um, so Crud's going to grab yeah. the now-cooked leg and head over to the uh, Beach Side Community Center. Right. Oh, you guys have the map. You know where to go. All right. Festive streamers. Hey, y'all joining? We still have an existential crab crisis part? <laughs> He's trying to calm himself down. His... 
you his clothes along? don't fit anymore. He's but even though he's <laughs> he can, not wearing clothes. If you want them to, you're coming along. All right. And no, no it's okay. He, he, his clothes are all kind of torn because his body <laughs> is becoming disfigured. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you what, we we get some rope, we'll tie it around Bart, and we'll just drag him with us while he's uh, <laughs> working on his issues. All right. So yeah, you're going. I'm Brody's being huge down. and strong. He can easily just carry him. He can. It's true. Mm-hmm. Orc. All right. Festive. You're at the Beachside Community Center <laughs> together. All right. Festive streamers flap in front of glittering glass windows in the cold breeze. And even from here, you can hear party music. Boots, boots, you know, boots and cats, boots and cats. Loud, loud party music blares, getting louder the closer you get to this building that assign labels Beachside Community Center. Now that you're closer, you see the shiny windows are set into the gaps between teeth of a giant reptilian skull. Two very large windows are set into the second story eye sockets. A balloon arch proclaims, Winter Wonderland Party! Suddenly, the balloons wobble, the whole arch sways, the building rattles, the ground under your feet moves. What was that? Well, I imagine that was just the bass dropping. There you go. <laughs> hmm. It happens. Uh, anyway, uh, Crud, I, 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 I think I'd probably better let you know, because uh, I don't think I've mentioned it previously, that um, the reason we're looking for this uh, seven-foot-tall teenager with the glowy eyes and the, the hood and everything is, uh, from the looks of things, they stole uh, what's called a... I rolled it down earlier. It's called a mast, ship, mast shaft stabilizer and maybe also an impeller. One of the two. We only need one to get the ship actually working. Okay. Basically, that's our way off. Okay. So let's find this guy. Oh, and Bart, by the way, you taste really good. Have some. <laughs> At the moment you say that, I would actually like to put it into his <laughs> philosophical and and sort of brain damaging thoughts and oh thank God try to understand the purpose of something, understand the purpose of life and why he is here and why he's Just turning into a damn leg. There's actually there's actual <laughs> there's actually an action for that for a head and I would it's eye stalks. I'd like to understand the purpose of something, so I'm going to roll Me for too. that. <laughs> I'm going to try to roll under a fifty and no, I am. My, I'm losing my mind because now I roll the seventy six. We're all losing our GM, mind. Do I become more of a crab or more of a human? Was your roll higher or lower than your number? I rolled higher. Then you subtract off ten from the thing you were trying to. So, like, if you're trying to do human eyes, you subtract off ten from your number because you failed. Uh, I was trying to become more. Because you're trying to what? decipher. Oh, that was only five. So you subtract off five, right? Or no, no, it's ten. Trying to understand this purpose of something. Oh, that's the crab eye stalks. Um, so that eye stalks is for like looking at a physical object and to understand it, to understand like human emotion, that would be human eyes. Mm. But crabs can see in more, they can see uh, polarized okay. light. I'm, so I'm, they seeing can... how, I'm seeing how it works. Okay. Yeah. So I was trying to become more human. So I'm just looking at the, I was just looking at what you wrote down as understand the purpose of something. But now I see that means how something works, not, not philosophically. <laughs> Crabs have dipolar polarization. They can see polar light in two different mm-hmm. directions. And that's a great way to recognize imposter crabs, a concept that you guys know as players, but your characters still know nothing. So let's, uh, <laughs> all right, you guys so, enter the Beachside Community Center and you see a hot cocoa stand, a crab eating contest, and a sign pointing to the garden out back that says life preserver toss. 
You all heard that? You enter the Beachside Community Center and you see a hot cocoa stand, a crab eating contest, and a sign pointing to the garden out back that says Life Preserver Toss. Well, Crud immediately steps up to the uh, crab eating contest. You enter a room with long picnic-style tables and wood benches. Each table has a white paper tablecloth on it and many paper plates. There's a raised platform with a podium at the end of the room. People are milling about. A woman in her late 30s in a pink, shimmery, strapless gown sits down in front of a paper plate and begins pulling her elbow-length pink, shimmery satin gloves off finger by finger. And Reg recognizes her. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, I'm, I assume that's a bad thing. <laughs> if I recognize anyone, then, uh, wait. I'm here for the contest. An official says, $200, please. I'm loaded. Here you go. And gives you a wristband. It says crab contest, or crab eating contest. And when does it start? In 10 minutes. All right. What do you guys want to do for 10 minutes? And no existential crises. Oh, no, I'm beyond that now. I'm fully embracing crab. My my mind is broken. I am crab. You don't have to. You can be fully. <laughs> no, that's that's the. He made a choice. All right, he's he's doing it. Mm. All right. He is now crab. In the room with a crab eating contest. It will Sponsored be fine. By... Sponsored by International House of Crab. Mm-hmm. So that money's coming right back to me anyway. Yep. <laughs> Well, I'm a crab now. What do I do? I am a... You get eaten. <laughs> yeah. Do you want some hot cocoa or a life preserver toss? Life preserver toss. Yes, these cr- these crabs, are they already cooked? They're dead, aren't they? My brethren. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought you said no more existential crises. Reg, what are you doing? <laughs> well, that depends entirely on uh, my recognition of this lady here. Is it someone I want to uh, go and say... Uh, Hello too, or is it someone I want to not recognize? I'm not sure what your response is. Her name is Nessa. All right, Crud, we're doing this crab eating contest. You yes. can use your stats. Yes. How you choose to perform as everybody starts, they stop milling about and they start sitting down. They're all sitting in their chairs and the crab starts being wheeled in on moving um, dollies, thingies. What do you call those? Like moving wheeled carts, you know? And everybody gets their first plate. Well, I was looking through all these little actions. The only thing that makes sense is with the pincers to hold 10 objects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shove 10, right. 10 crabs in the mouth at the same time. Yeah, let's see it. So all what's right. your pincher stat number? My pincher stat number is 30, and I rolled a 45, so I failed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> You try, but your pinchers aren't fully formed, and you don't have enough of them, and you can only have your hands. So subtract off 10 from crab pinchers, or, or add 10. 10 of, five, five. Sorry, that's under the five category. And okay. Nessa beats you at the crab eating contest. She eats the number of plates you eat, plus two. Drat. I like you, though. <laughs> and you did get to eat a lot of crab. Uh-huh. <laughs> but she gets the ribbon. That's okay. I can buy my own. I'm, I'm loaded. <laughs> All right, Reg, what are you doing? You well, I, I just checked mm-hmm. the wiki and I understand what's going on. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> hey, so uh, what's your name, Nessa? Eh? Uh, that's a real good show enough against my 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 little friend here. Uh, I guess you probably won't recognize me, but once upon a time we did uh, 
Well, I helped uh, get you out of a certain uh, goose-like situation. <laughs> she blanches. You know, she had been in a great mood eating some crabs and she just turns completely white and starts looking around at the corners of rooms and is like looking for escape routes. And um, she's like, you haven't come back from my, what is her voice like? Oh. Excited. How do I portray that? Excitedly. <laughs> you haven't come back from my old life to drag me back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Oh, yeah, cause, yeah, I, I got a different um, costume on. So uh, I I was one of them, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, hey, Kurt, what's that group called again? Eyes Wide Shut. No, that doesn't sound like something to do with uh, um, flaming cats. I was oh, one of them lot who... Uh, oh, 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 FBK, Fire Breathing That's the kitties. one. Yeah, I'm, 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 I was one of them Fire Breathing Cats who uh, got you out of that casino in the first place. Oh, I didn't recognize you, she says excitedly. Well, no, as I said, I'm wearing a different costume. Hey, and she toasts you with a crab leg. Yeah, I do the same, but it's one of Bartholomew's. Crud joins in. He, he, he does crab. Oh, yeah, we all do crab around here. And then so out of character, I can permanently kill your backstory character this episode if you don't convince her to become a crab to survive the giant wave. Maybe you should keep exploring. But this is the stakes. What is the story's stakes? Nessa's life. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, uh, how about you stay there? I think there's uh, some uh, narrative reason I need to go and check on something else. Go find out some reason for yeah, something we haven't actually discovered yet. And then I'll probably be right back to just uh, tell, say the words, trust me, and uh, <laughs> then something else. And I will give you advantage on your roles for Nessa trusting you because you saved her from a particular goose situation that one time. Your face may be different. She might not have recognized you at first, but she's very much uh, grateful for your assistance in the past. So uh, just in case I look any different, you know, in terms of any crab things later, uh, the code for recognizing me is corpses don't honk. <laughs> Noted. Oh, Reg, I completely forgot. I got distracted by crab. Aren't we looking oh, for no, your teenager? Right. Well, it's, let's not go so far as to say it's my teenager, but more of a um, rapscallion, let's say. Okay, let's go find your rapscallion. Yeah. Uh, Bart, Reg, I was Crud. going to go to the Life Preserver throwing contest, I believe is what it was. Great, you're there. You pass through the Beachside Community Center and you exit out to the back gardens, following the sign for Life Preserver Toss. The music is loudest here, so you can't hear what people are saying. But based on facial expressions and motions, everyone seems to be shouting in one another's ears, talking about something upset. I'm going to take... What would I roll for that? Would, I, would it be active listening or decipher something? Or perhaps nonverbal communication, or any of them. Player, everything will mm. succeed unless you want to change your number. So, like, you don't, it's not like D&D okay. &D where I'm asking for a bunch of skill checks for you to succeed. Everything will succeed. Mm. This system is only here for you to alter your physical form. So, unless you want to alter it, which you can. I would like to alter it. I'd <laughs> like to, <laughs> I would like to alter it. I'd like to engage in, I'd imagine, but I'm trying to. I guess I'm just active listening, listening into what they're upset about. Yeah. 
That so. sounds like some nonverbal communication. Roll your human eyes. Num what okay. is your trait and what's your number? My trait is, let's see, it is 40% eyes and 60% eye stalks. And I rolled a 70, so I failed. That is correct. So. Subtract off five from your 40. You're at 35 human eyes now. You failed mm -hmm. at the nonverbal communication understanding. Uh, mm, what? I see. So I'm not able to decipher anything. I am just a crab scuttling around, confused. <laughs> but in failing forward, I'm going to say a seven foot tall, incredibly thin robed figure with glowing red eyes says in a teenage boy's voice, loud enough for all of you to hear, I guess, because the nonverbal communication failed, but the verbal communication succeeds. Says, this is <laughs> dumb. If they didn't have water, they shouldn't have said they were going to have an event. And he kicks a stone cylinder in seven feet in diameter with a... Roof over it in a bucket. Reg, is that what? your teenager? Again, not my teenager. <laughs> yes or no? Like you say that like it's my kid. He's running around and he's like, hey, keep an eye on your kid, all right? It's not that sort of a situation. I simply want to probably just take back whatever he stole, bash him around the head a couple of times with it, kick him off a cliff or something, and then head home. Is that You know, him? basic stuff. Um, probably, yeah. Crud tackles him. All right. You tackled teenager. You tackle him and he um, gets pushed into the well that he is standing next to. You're preventing him from fleeing successfully. And hey. he is bony, really thin. This cloak covers basically no muscles. He's like super, super thin. Oh, I can hold him very still very easily. Yeah, because you recognize your son. <gasps> Crud Jr. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, not the life prever preserver toss anymore. It's canceled because this stupid well is dry. What kind of idiot doesn't notice they don't have water? He crosses his arms in front of him and his glowing red eyes narrow. Did you steal something from the boat? Yeah. Can I have it back? We need it. You, you can't steal, dude. Ugh. <sighs> Fine, Dad. And he gives you the parts. By the way, for the next group to play this, um, this is a companion episode, they have to like roll to make him admit, because he'll just say, I don't know, because he's a teenager. <laughs> but for his dad, he just hey, says, You don't yeah. lie to Dad. No. <laughs> dad sees through it. Dad sees all. <laughs> That's something my kids are still trying to haven't figured out yet. <laughs> no, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His special dad powers, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Reg, here's your stuff. Oh, cool. Um, oh, wait, yeah, I got a massive pocket. Hang on. Uh, yeah, you can go right in there. Is, is there something that handily says either mast shaft, stabilizer, or impeller on it? <laughs> uh, they're not labeled, no, but you feel like the boat people could probably figure it out. And Crud Jr. mutters, I just collected a little souvenir for my girlfriend, so sue me. You can have your stupid parts. And he, you know, gives them to Reg. And he kicks the stupid dry well, and he kicks the ground <laughs> junior the next time you want to take souvenirs take something small that it will nobody will miss yeah like this guy's wallet <laughs> wallets thanks dad he grabs one you of can bart's. take you can take this it's uh, that ginger guy's over there crud, crud grip, rips another leg off of bart like something like this here have a leg ah! <laughs> okay so pvp moment if Bart's not into that, it auto-fails. It's fine. Bart is super loving it. All right. Okay. Well, cool. it hurts initially, but heals up. 
Well, it depends on whether it's a crab leg or a human leg, doesn't it? He's kind of getting he's kind of getting used to it. Okay. Well, so that doesn't auto fail, <laughs> Crud's player. That succeeds. Um, what you guys doing? Uh, I guess we got the parts. Now we got to fill up the well, so my son can play his game. But uh, well, while, yeah. while we're here, uh, all that talk about it being my teenager. Okay. Yes, he's mine. So sue me. <laughs> Okay. Your son says that you too. didn't identify him before. <laughs> How am I meant to? Like, because their cruds are very well known. You should know us by sight. <laughs> you all look okay, incredibly I'll different. Okay, I'll make note of it. Uh... Uh, <laughs> I hope the long pause doesn't get auto truncated. There, that was a long pause. You should know us by sight. Long pause. Certain facial expression from Reg's player. And then laughter for me. Okay. <laughs> I believe one of your daughters is, your granddaughter's an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> your son, or no, your, grand, your granddaughter's a dragon. Your, your son's an elephant. Your other son's this. Crud Jr. is a vampire married to a goddess. <laughs> oh, they got married. <laughs> Wife. Eh. Girlfriend. I don't know. Wife. Uh, a, a domestic situation. Right, right, right. Girlfriend. Forever. Yeah, because what god wants to settle down? Eventually, the mortal's going to die. And then don't you have to, like, stand in front of an altar to get married? Or it wouldn't be behind the altar or in front of the altar. It's very confusing, so they just... <laughs> well, it's Loki. They can multiply. Yeah. yeah. Oh, two. Right. So, marry yourself. <laughs> like a little Loki circle going on there. I do love that. Um, <laughs> that sounds fun. That sounds like something they do every Saturday. All right. <laughs> so what are you guys up to? We got to fill up this well. <laughs> We can go get some water from your restaurant. I know there's water there, enough for a giant pool for me to swim in, to boil myself alive. So the beach is right there. They need they need fresh water though, right? That's what this well is filled with. Well, I'm fresh, sure there's probably unsalted. a tap on the outside of the building. Maybe a hose pipe. Okay, so you all said a lot of things. I'm gonna try to do all of those things for you. Um, Bart has the pot of water that he swam in. Uh, Reg has the hose pipe, and I guess Crud is examining the well? Sure. Right? Okay. All right, we're going to start with the people pouring the water into the well. Okay, so Bart pours the pot of water, Reg pours the the garden tap in the hose, right? Okay, and the water uh, falls down and down and down and down, and then instead of landing with a splash... You hear the splatter of the water hitting a stone bottom. This is going to take a while. And it never really changes sound. After 10 minutes, it's still the splatter of the water hitting on a stone bottom. Perhaps right, we should go down there and take a look. Um, I don't know if one of you gentlemen have a torch, but I would volunteer to go down there myself. I got dark vision. With... Crud jumps. There you go. All right. <laughs> still not used to... You know, dealing with other humanoids that have these capabilities. Please, after you. Oh, he already jumped. Oh. He, oh. he did not wait for you to finish your sentence. And I notice I'm missing another leg. I don't even feel the pain anymore. <laughs> I imagine Craig grabbed one of his legs on the way down. I feel no, not like... that time. I, f I feel like... I, they keep right. growing back. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Craig, you're at the bottom of the well. You stand at the bottom of the well. Indeed, it is dry here. There is no water. What do you do? Look around for the source of a hole. You feel a draft. There's wind down here. 
A crack in the side of the well has a breeze coming through it, very, very gently lifting the hair off of your face and up, 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 rising out of the well. All right, guys, there's a hole here. So we got to either patch it, maybe even not make it bigger to explore. What do you guys want to do? Hmm. Well, I'm just, uh, you know, what's what, what you call it? Uh, thinking narratively. Uh, there was a reason that I needed to go off and investigate something to do with... Uh, not, I mean, just for example, it's not necessarily... That's a giant wave that may be coming. <laughs> Who told you about a wave? Well, no one. I'm just oh, taking it, it uh, out of my <laughs> out of my keister as an example. Oh, uh, you're one of those end of the world guys. Well, I, you know, you you got to strive for something in this life. So, does your wave want me to open the wall or seal the wall? A good question. Um, <laughs> but but well, I just like to interject real quick. Bartholomew is looking back and forth between this conversation. One questioning what is going on. He is com- completely confused, having these weird faces, face contorting and twisting. <laughs> he has all these crab pots growing out of him. Just completely, completely out of it, trying to figure out what's going on. You know what? Just smash it. Okay. He smashes it. <laughs> <laughs> you have found your way into a cave. The walls are smooth and polished as if by millennia of the movement of water. It's big enough to walk in, but entirely dark. What do you do? Turn on my night vision because I have dark vision. You have dark vision. All right. Uh, are we splitting the party? I'd be down there with him, taking in the views with, I guess, torchlight. Okay. Reg? Uh, yeah, I'll be down in a moment. Let me just um, do something real quick. You want to run those parts back to the boat real quick? We'll wait. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Let's. Uh, I'll do something useful. Yeah, I'll just run those parts back to the boat, and I'll be back with you in, uh, ooh, how am I feeling? 20 minutes? Okay, we'll start this clock. You better be here in 20 minutes, or we'll have to wait longer. All right, Reg's player, take your headphones off. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hey, I don't, I don't stop you guys from splitting the party. I just tell you that there's a consequence when you do that. <laughs> okay, so the party is split. Reg is running the parts back to the ferry. I don't know why you guys do this. I just let you do what you want. Okay, uh, it's big enough to walk in, but it's entirely dark until Bartholomew extends a torch. And now you can see Bartholomew. The cave extends far Ooh. underground. It's damp down here. The stone is smooth. In contrast with the loud party music earlier, this is super extremely quiet. You reach a fork. One slopes up and one slopes down. Which path do you guys take? Oh, we're waiting at the mouth for for Reg to come back. Okay. Uh, hand wave? They waited. She tried to make us go explore this without you. <laughs> Rude. I'm the. <laughs> I'm just providing the environment that is my Rude role. Rude behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so you drop it off, you come back. Yeah, pretty much. I'll okay. just uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll run up to the pier, like try and get uh maybe the captain's attention. They they come up onto the bow. I like throw the stuff at them. Maybe hit, maybe not. Who knows. <laughs> There's there's your stuff. Get fixing. Nice. They will repair the ferry. The ferry is now functional. Now you have a second option. You can save people by convincing them to turn into a crab, which is option one. You get two points for that. And now with your second option, you can convince any number of people to board this ferry. It is very large. Only one point for that, though, because it is easier to convince someone to evacuate on the ferry than to turn into a crab. But also we need 
to find out a reason to evacuate. Yes, you do. <laughs> yep. Well, we have no reason yet. You don't. Oh. <laughs> All right, is Reg right. back? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back now. Uh, you know, Crud, I was thinking on the way back up, uh, you know, we can kind of uh, turn into crabs basically at will. That's what and I've been told. You got, yourself, you got yourself a crab restaurant right there. What if you manage to convince people to turn into crabs and then you can just take their limbs off, serve that in the restaurant, and then they can turn back and then eat themselves? Kind of like what we did with Bart here. I love it. <laughs> and you have this conversation in the... <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're kind of making our way down. You right. know, we got a, a rope or a... The so I'll describe it. I'll describe it. Very long. The cave extends far underground. It's damp down here. The stone is smooth, washed away by water for millennia. In contrast with the loud party music earlier, this is super extremely quiet. You reach a fork. One path slopes up and one slopes down. Which path do you take? I was wanting to go, personally go on the upper path and cl crawl my way up there. I'd like to use, well, I'd like to walk up something like it's nobody's business. 12, that succeeds because I'm trying to be more crab-like. So that brings my feet up. Oh, I have a full set of crab legs. How many legs do crabs have? Is it six or eight? More. I believe it's eight. More depends, than on the, depends on the crab. Decapod. I have, some, I have some, some versions of crab legs. have six, some have eight. It's 10. I'm at, 80, yes, 10. I'm at 85% crab legs, 15% human legs. I am skittering up onto the upper area and start making my way up uh, the top area. Well, Reg, I think we're going up. And besides, follow him, we have snacks for the day. Well, uh, yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> I have like absolutely no just... snacks other than, the, other than the crab guy. <laughs> As I was going to say, I just imagine Crud every occasionally just snapping off one of Bartholomew's legs and it grows back. You have to wait for them to grow it back fully, though. You're running out of fully grown legs or... <laughs> Like, a majority of them are just small. Okay. Why are you encouraging people to eat you? All right, so you guys, you walk uphill. Yeah, he's because he's not going to stop. Crab. He's, okay, Embrace the crab. All right, whatever. You skitter uphill gradually, further, further, further uphill. You smell earth. There's soil above you and light poking through in sunbeams. Roots dangle down overhead. Seems to be making our way back to the surface. This would be a rather easy way of getting down here instead of everyone... Going through, going through that well. Let's see where this leads us on this island. If oh, we're you... still on the island, we might be emerging in another universe. All things considered, how strange this whole adventure has been. Crud will pull on the roots to see if he can open a hole going up to the top in the surface. All right, what is your crab pincher stat number? My pincher for crab is now twenty-five. Okay, burrowing is a crab pincher. Ability, so please roll for your crab pincher. That's going to be... Oh, it's an 18. That's a success. Yeah, it's a success. You succeed. You can choose to add or subtract 10 from your crab pincher stat. Your choice. Um, and you succeed. I am going to add 10. I'm going to change that to a 35, which is going to make my hands a 65. Nice. Describe what you did as your head... Emerges above the leaf litter, and you are surrounded by trees. I grabbed on the roots, just pulled them down to open a hole, and I grabbed on other roots, roots, and just did a pull up, stick my head up through the hole. Yeah, you did. You are surrounded by trees. Guys, I'm surrounded by trees. 
oh, let me see. And Bartholomew skirts his way up to that hole and makes his way out. So what does the vista look like around me? Trees. There are no paths. Just, is it palm trees? Is it more inland trees? Can I see the water? Is it, is it a nice view or is it just surrounded by trees? You are surrounded by trees. They uh, have trunks and they have branches and um, deciduous Please. leaves coming off of them. And you do not see the beach. Let me climb up this tree. I'm going to, what would that be? Well, again, walk up like it's nobody's business. And I'm going to embrace the crab and climb up this tree. 56. Yep, that makes it. I'm becoming even more crab. 95% crab legs. Now I'm at the top of this tree. Am I able to see out and around general area where I'm at? Yes, you can see the town. You can see the beach. And then... The water, for anyone looking out at the beach, is gone. All the way to the horizon, as far as you can see, is the brown mud of the ocean floor. I'm going to... Let's see. What would that be with... Understand the purpose? No. What, what would the You're skill be with You're allowed to my... think about it yourself. You don't have to roll to see if you understand it. Mm-hmm. I am wanting to make, <laughs> make a... Cha- I am wanting to make a change, though. <laughs> He wants to be more crab. Let him be okay. more crab. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so with my eyes, I would imagine human trying to decipher what is going on. I guess that'd be a hum- human thing. So I'm going to roll for that. 27. Oh, I actually do make that. So I'm able to see and understand that, yes, the water has lowered and that's not good news. I understand that. That must mean that a large wave is going to be coming and crashing into us at any moment. So <laughs> I'll come down to relay that information. But as I do, you see that my eye stalks are starting to grow out. So you relay that? Well, it looks like what Reg was mentioning about the end times and and a wave crashing into us and wiping us out. It seems like it's 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 inevitable. It's it's happening. The water has lowered. It's Inevitable that a large wave will come crash through this entire island. Not sure what else we can do. Wait a moment. I think I, I think I know what we could do. Crabs can survive underwater, correct? They have gills. What if everyone here were to turn to crabs now that we have the ability to turn to crabs? Or we could just get on the boat and leave. That too. Uh, so are you sure? Um, well, crabs can breathe underwater. No, I mean about the wave. About the wave. Well, you can take a look for yourself. I mean, as you know, when I know You know basic what? I, I say we just trust the guy because uh, otherwise he's not going to stop talking. So how about... Uh, <laughs> maybe how about we uh, head, heads into town? Maybe there's some sort of meteorological institute or something that can, uh, you know, give us the, the lowdown on what's what might be going on. And uh, maybe they can help get the word out and uh, maybe also... Trying to try and get people to turn into crap so we can eat them a bit lighter. Uh, Reg, I also need to know, how did you know about the wave? Oh, no, I was just guessing. Hmm. I'm going to keep my eye on you. All right, let's go. You're walking through the woods. How do you decide what direction to go in? Uh, well... Randomly. <laughs> okay, what? I'm going to roll a dice. All right, everybody. Well, as long as we stay in the same direction, we will find something eventually. <laughs> Everybody do a perception check. Crab eyes are better at this than humanoid eyes. Report your stat, your number rolled, and the difference between the number and your roll. 
Uh, my stat is a 30. My I rolled a 30, so the difference between my stats is zero. Righto. You need the uh, stat for my eye stalks, correct? You can pick. Crab eyes are better at this than right, human I'm eyes. Us- I'm using my crab eyes. My crab eyes are at 75%, and I rolled a 33, so that would be... That'd be 42. And then I also did the eye stalks. Mine's 70, and I rolled a 43 for a difference of 27. Okay, so what were your differences again? 27, 0? 42. All right, 42. To the person who rolled the greatest difference between the number and the roll. Bart, you see a tall gray stone with a rounded top. It's flat on the side like a marker slab. How peculiar. Seems like a rather... Outstanding landmark. Let me get closer to it. So it's a large gray slab stone. Any markings? Any Anything special with it? I've seen large stones in my life, but this one seems out of the ordinary. Yes, there's a marking on it. There's writing on this stone. It says, In the year 48,379, which you know, Bart, is about 1,200 years ago, the ground shook and then a wave killed everyone on the island. Only crabs survived. With his crabby claws, he taps onto the rock, says, Well, there's our answer. We're all about to die unless we turn into crabs. Or, you know, get people on the boat, but, you know. Yeah, let's let's go for crabs for the time being, because then we can eat a bit later. Yeah, I mean, you're just starting to taste the same. I need some, I need to branch out. You need some fresh meat is what we're saying. Well, how do we go about this? Where do we start? Do we go back to the, the ferry? Do we go... Do we start the International House of Crabs? Do we go to the Civic Center, the Community Center? Well, there's a lot of people at the Community Center. We just tell everybody there's a lot of people on the beach. Possibly. The boat has an intercom. It's yeah, not. but the boat is also in the water, which is yeah. normally where the land isn't. Hmm. Yeah, it's got to cover the entire island. So we just hit the Community Center, tell everybody there. The beach, if there's still a crowd there, tell them. Then go to all the different, the ferry, the gold for cash, the crowd, something's happening, the International House of Crab Meat, the police station, the rocks, and the town hall. And just tell everybody. All right, they're walking, (laughs) they're walking here. And you keep walking, and eventually you see a building through the trees that says gold for cash, secondhand souvenirs, and that is where we are going to go to break. You have returned to the town to to turn them into crabs. To do the thing (laughs) we need to that you need to do all right joining us for part one we're reg hey we're walking here we're walking <laughs> we're talking and some people are talking and talking and talking Ay ay ay, mamma mia let's go let's go crud hey bart you taste pretty darn good <laughs> a bit concerning but under the circumstances i'm sure this is a new normal for me here five bathing kittens and Bert. Yes, I'm. I've lost my mind, but I think I'm getting it back again. I have to get used to these kinds of adventures. I'm having kind of, strangely, a bit of fun actually. I would hope you're having fun. You can do anything you want here in this. It is a sandbox. And uh, do you have a review for us? We don't have a review. We currently don't have any reviews. But if you lose one, we'll read it here on air like this. For example, CC the Pizza Girl comments. My favorite character is Bartholomew, the sad, sad man. And crabby now. Yes, very crabby and sad. All right, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. 
Today's mid-episode shout-out is, quote, A huge salute to the best boys, Hachiko and Balto. Your loyalty will never be forgotten. End quote. You can arrange for us to read your shout-out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. Is there an episode of Fire Breathing Kittens that would make someone you know smile? Telling them about it would help us. And lastly, we have paperback, hardcover, ebook, and audiobook adaptations of our adventures on Amazon and Audible. Check them out. Thanks. Welcome back to Everything's Going to Crab. It really is. Uh, everybody roll a dice, and whoever gets the lowest out of 100, roll a d100, obviously. Um, you can talk. It's a very okay. GM-less system. I like Easy. that. I don't have to do anything. I rolled 59. Oh, we spoke together. Let me go first. I rolled 59. 26. Poseidon is with me. I got 100. Whoa. I think All you right. cheated. <laughs> Shut up. No. No, I didn't. Definitely not. Definitely not. That is a stain upon my honor, sir. <laughs> Crud, what happened in part one? Uh, well, a number of things, actually. Um, we arrived on a ferry. The ferry broke down about 25 feet from the dock. Reg was like, hey, why don't you just jump it? And Crud was like, of course, I'm impulsive as anything. I will do it. And he does it. And then, uh, Bart jumps onto his horse and also jumps the gap. And Reg is like, dude, I was just joking. And he goes and does some stuff in the boat that we didn't hear about. Apparently, uh... We find out later that uh, they, Crud Jr. decided to steal some stuff off of the ferry, some important stuff, and that's why the, the boat broke down. Uh, so finally, Reg joins us, and there's a big crowd on the beach. They were poking a squid. They're like, are you alive? Are you alive? Are you alive? And there was this, uh, this dwarf guy standing there. What was his name? Tobin? Tobiah? Something like that. It started with a T. But uh, he decided he was going to use this new experimental powder that he had that was red. And he tried dubbing it on the squid. It didn't work. So he, like an idiot with a gun, he decided to look down the barrel. And he dumped it all over himself. And uh, for some reason, I guess the wind was just blowing the correct way. It just covered everybody in the whole town. And uh, that's when Bart rolled really badly and started turning into a crab. He then went into a 20-minute existential crisis, maybe 30. Um, I think it's still going on. It might be. <laughs> uh, he also, his horse grew more legs and started becoming crab as well. So he pittered around there for a little while. And uh, then we went over to, what's it called? I got it right here. There's the map. Ooh, pretty map. Uh, the Beachside Center. Because that is where we were told that uh, the mangy teenager went. Uh, so we went there and Crud started in on the crab eating contest, which he should have won, but didn't. Um, Reg, no, what, I'm sorry. Before we went there, we went to the International House of Crab Meat. That is the most important part of it. And we I almost skipped right over it. I was going to say. <laughs> that is where we were trying to convince Bart just put his claw into the boiling water and instead he decided to dip himself into the boiling water so <laughs> we went through a whole thing more crisis 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 
then start embracing the crabbiness, legs were torn off and eaten. <laughs> I think we might have started a religion. It We might have. Yeah. That's number two for us. But uh, uh, we also were going to torture the dwarf for information, but that he got a perverse sexual pleasure from it. So we still got the information and we were a bit grossed out and ended up just putting him in the pot. Then we went over to the community center where we found my son. He ended up getting tackled because at that point in time, it was just a skinny teenager. And then we figured out who it was. That was after the crab eating contest, which still crud should have won. <laughs> uh, but then we got the parts back from him, went down the well that was dried out to figure out why that is. Reg went back to the boat to uh, return the uh, parts, and we waited for him. And still, the GM got confused and tried to make us go before him. But we were like, no, we're not leaving him behind. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> we, we explored the tunnels a little bit, popped our heads out in the, in the forest. Uh, Bart was like, there's a big wave coming. And clickety clickety clackety clack because of his pinchers and mouth parts. And then, uh, yeah, we came back. We found town again, and we're about to go start uh, telling everybody to either turn into a crab or get on the boat. Uh, did I miss anything? Oh, the horse moves sideways now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important bit. <laughs> That's why I said it. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. All right. You ready to continue? Uh, you keep walking and eventually see a building through the trees. It says gold for cash, secondhand souvenirs. You're back in town. All right, guys. Let's do this building and uh, tell them that they got to get to the boat or turn it into a crab. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, like, uh, you know, split up and we can cover a bit more ground? Or do you want to just go from place to place, you know, as a group so we got a bit more uh, intimidation power? Depends. Do you want to take your headphones off or keep them on? <laughs> Well, ugh. I mean, you know, we can split up and uh, you still keep our headphones on. You know, it's uh, not uh, that uh, that's so much important that we don't listen to what's going on because it will save quite a lot of time in, you know, catching people up. Well, I just had a thought. Let's stick together because of Mr. Krabby Patty here. We could say you could turn into one of him. He loves it. Or you can get on yeah, the boat. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Good idea. So... Gold for cash? Yeah, maybe we can sell the crab. That's for eating. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about me? <laughs> well, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, You're the yes. crab that's here. <laughs> Wait, how much of a percentage of a crab are you now? Uh, let me take a look. Yes, I am a crab now. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I am 70% pinchers, 95% crab legs, and... 75% or no, 85% eye stalks. I am a crab. Well, I could still talk, but it's hard, hard to really speak like a human. But you can still understand me. Quick black. <laughs> so shall we go inside? I'm already halfway through the door. Hooray. <laughs> Gold for cash, secondhand souvenirs. And a small reminder, think of three title ideas as we're playing in part two. So, gold for cash, secondhand souvenirs. First, before I say more... There's a mobile home parked in the parking lot out front. It's got four tires, six windows, and one awning. Okay, now, imagine a strip mall. Stores in a row. 
This building is a long rib cage from a giant animal, with glass doors in between the ribs that open to multiple different storefronts. In big yellow sans font, a sign proclaims, gold for cash, while the one next door in an italic font says, secondhand souvenirs. There are two doors, but the glass shows that they open to the same place. And Reg, Reg is halfway through that door, man. So, Reg, you walk into... Uh, you ever been in, like, a Goodwill or a Salvation Army or, like, a pawn shop? Like, I don't... A thrift yeah. store. A thrift store. All right. An elf is sitting behind the counter. They look up at you as you step inside the store. Welcome in. Yeah, um, I don't know what you got in the way of uh, flotation devices, but uh, you may need one. Ah, yes, and they stand up from behind the counter and walk into the shelves. Do you follow? Like, not into, but like between the aisles, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) They walk into the aisle between the shelves. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You follow. There's a lot of stuff here. There's a rack of surprisingly high-quality clothing, like a second-hand designer store might have. There's rolls of variety of fabrics and canvases. There's an aisle of fancy plates and coffee mugs. The counter that she stood up from was a glass-lit box with genuine silver, silver forks and knives, gold jewelry and pearls and gems. And she takes you to the life vest area, which is behind the clothing area. Um, you are in the clothing area. Reminiscent of Chewbacca, but entirely magenta, a seven-foot-tall woman is browsing the clothing. She has a super stylish purse. The hangers mildly screech as she pushes one shawl to the left and then another. Cashmere, she murmurs to herself, pulling a purple one off of the rack and holding it up. It would totally fit her. And the store clerk lifts up a life preserver vest and says, Here we have a life preserver vest for you. And she finds one in crud size. Orc, you know, orc. Mm Mm-hmm. Extra, extra, extra large. Mm-hmm. And finds one in crab size. And finds one in regular human human size. Totally regular human. I actually have a question about his size now. So does he shrink down to a crab size, or is he just a really big crab? What do you think, Bart? I would imagine I would shrink slightly. I'm definitely large for a crab, but I'm smaller than my original form was. I mean, I'm to be fair, that, that's, qu- that's quite a big... Like, gap in there. Yeah. He, I'm a three-foot-high like, crab. <laughs> okay. That's, a, that's an enormous crab. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, it's not small any, compared it's not, to a human. It's not the size of crabs that crud uh, fought years ago. All right. Uh, you have more of these life preservers. What you need to do is you need to start distributing them out to the townsfolk because there's a huge wave coming, and, you know, you need flotation devices or you need to turn into one of him. Or you need to get on the ferry. Eh oui, that would be $35 per life preserver. Okay. If you survive it, I will pay it. Go oh, start I'm handing sorry. them out. The pay must be first. Yeah, I don't carry that kind of cash on me, lady. Matter of fact, I'm not carrying anything at all right now. <laughs> loincloth, you are. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, loincloth is gone. Oh, that no. was That was so gone early in the episode. Okay, wait. A different story where a naked man enters her <laughs> shop. <laughs> <laughs> and um they didn't have an issue with it at the community center <laughs> i know uh can you please be not uh naked in the completest sense of the word all right there's a fig leaf all right the fig leaf is <laughs> fine okay 
All right. So, um, yes, if you pay me, you can have as many life preservers as you would like. Would you like some clothes? I have so many clothes to sell you. And the lady who is Magenta Chewbacca is like, but not this one. Or I don't know. She had an accent, whatever. But not this one. And she takes her cashmere uh, shawl and puts it around her shoulders and declares at you. <laughs> That's okay. You, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine dressed where I am. But you also, my uh, dear madame, need to either get on the boat, turn into one of him, or get a flotation device. <laughs> oh, yes, I noticed that I was able to become a crab. I quickly changed back to my normal. She, like is an elf, and uh, they're racist. Better physiology. Well, lady, you don't have much of a choice. You have a couple choices. One, you can become a crab. Two, remain racist and get on the boat. Three, remain racist and get a flotation device. Or four, you die. Hmm. Okay. So, do a roll. I have dice. Yeah, use those dice. What am I rolling on? You pick. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Strangle somebody? No, that's probably not going to work. <laughs> I mean, it might do. Yeah, it might for intimidation, right? Nah, let's let's leave that for later, just in case. If this one fails, we can always go back for the neck. Um, ask for help. Help me. Help you. Help me. Help you. All right. So, eyes. Human eyes. So I rolled a. 49 and my stat is at 65 so it's a success that is a success you ask her for help and that succeeds in a way because the magenta chewbacca lady who was browsing for cashmere shawls is like oh i believe you i will take one of these life preservers and be racist we get it Hmm? and remain racist we get it this is the there's two people here. There's the shop owner who's an elf, mm-hmm. and they speak with a French accent. And then there yeah. is the magenta Chewbacca who speaks with an old person accent, which doesn't sound anything like old people, but it's what I got, okay? And so they say, thank you for telling me. So it's a wave, you said? What is happening? Yep. Big wave. Gonna kill everybody. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, thank you so much for telling me. My name is Rococo Berent. Wife of Jibril Berent, council member, let me know if there's any way I can help you, but I will head to the town hall right now, and and I will tell my husband, the council member. And she uh, takes out, like, a stack of hundreds and gives it to the shop owner and buys all the life preservers and heads out. So you succeeded. Uh, you get... So this is only one point. Would have been two points if you convinced her to become a crab. But you just convinced her there was a wave, right? That's yeah. I okay. gave her. I gave her four options. Yeah, uh, but you asked for help. Okay, wait. So, in the future, we're gonna have you clarify if you're asking someone to become a crab or to get off the island. So, because of the life preservers, I interpreted that as get off the island, not to become a crab, <laughs> breathe water, and be that, vulnerable. That's so fine. you get officially crud has one point. Now, um, then something weird happens. The store owner is like. They are no longer for sale. The price, it is uh, not uh, $35. It is uh, $35,000 each. You cannot afford them. And Rococo's like, what? <laughs> okay, this is the person I want to strangle. All right, roll your strangle check. Uh, 
right, that's going to be a four. And the stat for strangling is human hands. That's at 70. I strangle real good. You beat him by 66, yeah. You strangle them really good. Their face turns red because they can't breathe. And then it turns redder. It's becoming a crab. And your ability to strangle them with your human hands, they're too weak. And their crab body erupts from the elf. And you realize that the elf shop owner was an imposter crab. So does Rococo. And she starts, like, screaming. And, uh, and, and this crab is uh, blue, not red. No, wait, no, I need something else. This crab is bumpy, not smooth. There we go. Inventing some crab racism things. This crab is bumpy, and you guys are smooth. And so it's a different type of crab than you saw Bart turn into. That you saw any of the people here on the island shift into when that crowd started changing into crab. And um, anyway, so they're like crab sounds. And Rococo is like fleeing sounds. And you succeeded, but now there's a giant crab. And the giant crab is going to attack you. They're going to take their pinchers. Pinch, pinch. Pinch, pinch. And they're going to try to snip off your head. So, um, so. We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to... It says that the imposter crabs are between 40 and 70. So I'm going to say... Okay. Uh, They fail to snip off your head. Yay! (laughs) I Uh. I did a quick uh, attempt roll. I, I could have done that as an opposed roll. But I feel like keeping your head on is not like a... Whatever. We're going to do a I mean, I, I would say on. it was a priority. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys are in combat. Rococo's fleeing to the town hall to tell her husband, um, the council member, Gibril Barent. Let's do an initiative. Everybody roll a d100. 24. 87. Uh-oh. 93. And that's the order you'll go in, because low is good here and everything's going to crab. Oh! What do you do, 24? Um, I want to t- rip the, the appendage off that attacks me. Take off that pincher. Let's roll an opposed check. That's going to be hold on to something with all the might of the sea, which is your crab pincher stat. We're going to have that's them good. roll. Their stat is officially 70. And they're going to roll, and they got... <laughs> they failed. <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> they got a 97. Uh, well, I got a 98, so I failed miserably as well. Uh, you failed worse. Okay, you do not succeed. Who is next? So, my stat changes? Oh, yeah, it decreases by 10. By 10? Mm-hmm. It's going to make it even harder to... Art! Yep. There's a crab person, and they seem to be, like, saying stuff. They seem to be saying stuff like, How could you tell them the... How could you tell them the wave was coming? You have betrayed the crab people! <laughs> I'm going to attempt to scare them away by using my stomach tooth noise. Going to use, that'll be with my pinchers, so go ahead and roll for that. I have to roll low, yes. So with the twelve, yes, I was able to do that. So I was able to scare them away. I rolled a twelve under a seventy. That'll definitely raise it up to an eighty. Yes, that was an attempt to scare them away. Okay, they got about thirty-five under. What was your number under? Twelve under seventy. So, 58. 58. Thank you. Okay, so they do succeed. They were further from their number. So they are not intimidated by your stomach grumble. And they say, a child could make a more intimidating stomach grumble than you. (laughs) (laughs) Reg. Oh, they actually beat me. You said that you got 12 under? 
right? No, it was 50, 58 under. 58. 58 under? Oh, my gosh. I was thinking you were 12 under. Okay, okay. So the difference is what we want to report. Make sure, mm. yeah. So um, Okay. Okay, so you succeed. And they say, what the hell are fighting sound? And they try to sideways scamper behind the cash register again. And so they have changed their location. They have fled. They are now behind the cash register. And you see there's an employee's only door back there that they are heading towards. They have moved. Reg, it is a, your turn. The crab is now far away from you guys behind the cash register. And you see now that you are looking at the cash register that um, also hiding behind the cash register, terrified by the crabs, is an elderly man with gray hair, light skin, and brown eyes. Oh, and he's a halfling. That's why I missed him before. He's only three feet tall. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I'm going to look around in the like cooking utensils section to see whether I can find any uh, one of those things which is used for cracking open crabs. <laughs> yeah. Nutcracker. <laughs> oh, what are those hammers? Yeah, the small hammers. Works. Whatever works. Roll an eye stocks check. Eye stocks can look in different directions at once. They're better at finding crab yes. hammers than crab Let us do that. Crackers. Okay, my eye stalks is at a 70. So let's have a... Uh, oh, good. I rolled low for once. 25. You find the crab shell crackers. It's now their turn. They open the door. They skitter through the door. And they close the door. They have successfully escaped. One quick round of combat to keep you guys on your toes. Why, I oughta. <laughs> there are crab imposters here, and they will resist what you are doing. They will try with all of their efforts to make sure that everyone stays on the island to die. Which is kind of rude. Very rude. Not kind of. <laughs> Very. All right, well, guys. That takes care of that, doesn't it? Uh, shall we... Uh... Hey, you, uh, small fry, get yourself over to the boat, or, you know, if you want to turn into one of this, uh, gentleman here, and, I, uh, gesture it, Bartholomew. Bartholomew takes his claws and snips, snips in the air. Bartholomew, the 30, wait, no, three feet tall, not 30 feet, 30, oh my gosh, 40 pounds. <laughs> the 30 three foot, foot tall. <laughs> okay, the three foot tall halfling with... Elderly with gray hair, light skin, and brown eyes was looking um, at the silver in the pawn shop for sale and now looks at you. They don't recognize you, but you recognize them as they were uh, going to purchase all of the secondhand silver, but now they are. So I'll just I'll just say like, they were standing near the silver and you see this person and you recognize oh. them. Oh, I know who that is. That's Gideon McCullough. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So you can react because you recognize your NPC. Well, he probably won't recognize me, but I'll do no. my best. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> You're a crab. You're a crab. <laughs> this is rather... Well, I'll try to do nonverbal communication. My eyes, that will be... So I have a 15% chance to make it. At the roll... You can speak as a crab. Yeah, but he Gideon, wants to be more crab. It's Gideon, Gideon, over here, at the crab. Look at the crab. It's me, Bartholomew. I've been transformed. <laughs> oh no, you've been transformed into a crab. Who could have done this to you? Some, some deep dwarf, some deep dwarf that had some sort of powder that turned everyone into crabs. But it's a good thing, actually, at this point. A wave is about to crash into the island. The only way to survive is to turn into a crab. You just have to think hard and do crab-like things. Quick, 
Take all these these silver objects and hold them together. Hold as many as you can. And Bartholomew is going to do the same. He's going to pick up all these different objects. I'm going to attempt to hold ten or more objects as a crab. Okay. I'll go ahead and roll for that. Because you have additional arms. Each arm is holding a, a fork. All right. Oh, actually, I rolled really high, so that's bad. So. What's your stat in crab pinchers? 90. What's your roll? 94. Okay, you do fail. Describe how you fail. That's <laughs> so too bad, because this guy was worth two points. Ah. I was going to pick pick up the, well, start picking things up, and I just keep dropping them on the ground. Gideon McCulloch says, You're not Bart. You're some imposter, just like that storekeeper wasn't really the storekeeper. I I don't believe you, because of all of the fumbling with the silverware. Um, They are in the process. You have, if you fail a second time, they will, uh-oh, it'll be, the death of your NPC, because they will not only, like, uh, stay on this island and they'll die with a giant wave. So you should try again. Um, and mm-hmm. it's for all the marbles here. So that one was for the two points. You can hit the one point shot. Go for the, like, step closer to the basket. Try and get the rebound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is your last chance. But Gideon is terrified and old. Hmm. So perhaps... hey, you know, you know, um, Bartholomew, we could just knock him out and take him to the boat. That would be the, the role that is being... If that's your what you're doing here, that's what you're doing here, but that's the role. Like, So you choose one action, and he's not going to become a crab because you failed that. You can convince him to get on the boat at this point um, however you want. If it's the knock him out action, that would probably be pinchers. Just it's up someone. to you. It's not, not my NPC. Totally your choice however you're going to interact with him, but you'd have to make a roll. Oh, what the hell. I'll go ahead and, and knock him out with my pinchers. Good, th- good thinking, uh, Reg. So I'm going to take my pinchers and just strangle him till he passes out. Strangling his hands. Um, do you do you mean to say that? No, I was going to string with hands. Strangle hand. someone is literally the book definition of a hand action. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that then. That would be a fit. Why would you say? All right, uh, there's there's an easy way around this. We just you've got a massive crab claw. Smack him on the head with it. We've already uh, determined that they're basically impervious to damage, therefore very, very hard. Mm-hmm. I do that, and I roll 72, and that's underneath, so that does it. Okay, so you're going to use your pinchers to smack your lifelong friend who gave you Alistar, Gideon McCulloch, on the head to knock him out, and you successfully roll under your number, so Gideon's unconscious. Yeah. Okay. However, Hey, man, however you guys want to roleplay this. Whatever you do, you have an unconscious Gideon, you, you, you know, it's basically a GM-less system. You chose your thing and you chose that you succeeded. So tell me what <laughs> happens next. I grab good, my good friend Gideon and hoist him onto the back of my crabby uh, <laughs> horse Alistar and start heading towards the ship. All right. Rescue him. Yeah, you, you drop him off on the ship. There you go. Done. Check mark. And you get one point. So, so far we have crud, one point. And we have Bart, one point. So, Reg, to take the lead, if you if you make someone turn into a crab, it will be worth two points. Oh, that sounds like easy easy business. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go head over to the community center. All right. I have one more thing for you all before the gold for cash situation is resolved. As you're leaving, 
Ting, 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 ting. Plates clink together. Rattle, 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 rattle. The shelves rattle. The lights swing overhead. Rolls of fabric fall off their rack and crash to the floor. Bart, you see a bunch of coffee mugs crash to the floor. The shaking continues. It's not letting up. It's getting worse. And crash. Part of the ceiling comes down, crushing that jewelry display. Oh, well, that's a shame. I just noticed those coffee mugs. <laughs> well, you're a crab. You don't drink coffee anymore anyway. I mean, I it's, it's, it's a shame because what one of those uh, coffee mugs say says, I get crabby if I don't get my coffee. Oh, how disappointing. That, was, that would, that be, would be wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Shame. Where are you guys right. headed? I'm guys, heading to the ship to save Gideon. You, yeah, you did that. Gideon's dropped off. Yeah. Guys, we need to split up. That was the earthquake before the wave. We're almost out of time. Yeah, so um, I'm a head of the community center. Uh, get, get everyone there to turn into crabs and do a little crab dance. Well, I don't want to spoil things, but... And, well, yeah, you two can head off, uh, go do what you want to do, I guess. Cred was going to head over to his restaurant uh, to get everybody in the restaurant and his employees. Okay, I would like to ask what Bart is doing. Um, just making sure that Gideon is safe and... You did that. Was, He's yeah. on the ferry. <laughs> so, I would go to the community center to save as many people as I can. All right, we've got two going to the community center, we've got one going to the diner. And my players have requested that I not make them take their headphones off again. So I will very kindly, <laughs> very, very kindly do that. International House of Crab Meat it is. Yay! All right, you're in a diner. It's a one-story restaurant with booths and a bar counter. There's a full wall mural of a person reaching out one finger to touch hands with the crab who is extending its pincher. And still, Nkosingifile doesn't recognize the owner of the franchise. How many customers? Oh, yeah, you guys did boil a person in the kitchen, so maybe... Yeah, okay, but only uh, a little. That was in the kitchen, and so the customers never saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, probably they know you're the owner. Um, I didn't really challenge that you just were in the kitchen doing that. All right. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no? Yeah. All right, there are two people well, in well, here. I, yeah? I was, gonna, I was just going to say, like, we've already established that they don't have very high standards in this particular chain. Because they didn't recognize the owner. Oh, they're about to. Right, so there's two customers in this restaurant and two employees. All right. There's a woman and a man sitting across the booth from one another, and there's a server and a chef. Okay, so to the server and chef, he, uh, Craig's going to say, All right, as my employees, I am going to order you to turn into crabs so you survive the wave coming in. Turn into crabs. Role play and roll. Say what, <laughs> I, I see your objective is to make them turn into crabs. And I want to know your method and your stat that you're using to roll for it, and then you roll. Well, the method is I just tell them to do it because I'm the boss. <laughs> okay, that would be human eyes because communicating is a human trait. And uh, what is your eye number? That is a 70. And I just rolled a 29. Well, they do believe you that you are their boss. And they say, hey, sorry, I did not recognize boss. How could I not recognize your picture? It is on the wall in the employees only area, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they both turn into crabs and you have four points extra. You're up four. All right. And so the two customers. Um, but we're not done. Oh. Inko Singifile says as they turn into a crab, right? So mm -hmm. They gain 
two eye stalks pop out of their head and they gain pinchers. And Nkosingifile says, Holy cow, I have a crap pincher. He looks down at his hand. I mean, if this is true, then I need to get my dog and my wife. And he leaves the diner. He's gone. Tell them to turn into crabs, too. I need those points. <laughs> All right. So for the last two, he's going to go walk up to him and say, hello, I am Crud. I am the owner of this establishment. And we oh, have a... Um, I want everybody to write down the people that they saved. So oh. yours just then was Nikolai and Inkosingifile. And they both, you saved them by turning into crabs. So if you could get their names and the method, it's like two points for those ones. Um, what was your other one? Let's just keep track of your points. Uh, that was the uh, rich lady. What was her name? Rococo. Berent. Rococo. And you convinced her to get on the Eva- ferry. Evacuate. Yeah, one point. And I believe she said that she was going to the town hall to tell people. Yes. Yes. Okay. So right. I'll, I'll get all those points too. Yeah. And Bart, you've got one point for Gideon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So the last two uh, people in the establishment, uh, he's just going to walk up to him and say, all right, guys, I am Crud. I am the owner of the restaurant. And unfortunately, we're having a small emergency on the island. There's a huge wave coming up and we're all about to die. So <laughs> what I need you to do is to turn into a crab so you will not tur- you will not die. But because of the inconvenience... I will comp your meals for today. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I'd turn into a crab if someone <laughs> told me they'd pay for my food. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead and roll. Choose your stat and tell me all of the numbers for all of your stats, by the way, after you've done. Because I think you're not quite at 80. I think you're in danger of dying to the giant wave, aren't you? Yeah, he's going he's gonna to just evacuate at the end. He's got the boat. Uh, using the ice again, same thing, 70, and I rolled a 19, so that's a success. Yeah, it's easy to convince people to turn into crabs when you look pretty human. <laughs> yeah. All right, and what are your numbers in each category? Uh, 70, 30, human eyes to ice stalks, 70, 30 for human feet to crab legs, and 75, 25, hands versus pinchers. Okay, and convincing, speaking to someone and using, like, nonverbal communication to convey that you are, like, you know, and guessing at their emotions. Guessing at their emotions is 10, so you can change up to 10 for your eyes and eye stalks, if you'd like. For each group that I just did? You used guessing at someone's emotions, which is eyes, because mm-hmm. I'm assuming you guessed that they were hungry and you comped them the meal. So that's your eyes and uh, plus or minus 10, so... What's your new stat for eyes? Um, you know what? We'll go ahead and I'll add the 10 to the eye stocks. Okay, 60-40. And what were their names so I can get them on my little score sheet? This was Nur Iquanudin and Syed Casper Meyer. Both crab. They head to the beach and will do their best to turn into a crab. <laughs> this is officially from the rule book. That is what happens in this game. Cool. Well, I guess the party split, so let's head over to that, uh... <laughs> Wasn't that fun that you guys couldn't talk at all during that? I guess so. Oh, yeah. Let's do it's it great. again. So, <laughs> whatever. Um, we are back to the Beachside Community Center. All right, so, Bartholomew, I got a plan, right? Now, it is very important that 
all these people here see that becoming a crab is a good thing. So under no circumstances, talk to them. Because we saw what happened last time with someone you actually know. So <laughs> when I tell you to do the instruction, you do the thing. Okay, so I need you to go and scuttle right over there towards that... Uh, I'm, I'm assuming kind of going into the community center, they've got like a stage set up and maybe a podium with a microphone and something along mm -hmm. those lines. I need you to go and uh, scuttle up up to the microphone. And when I tell you to drop a beat, I need you to beatbox like your crabby self has never done before. Bartholomew nods and heads over to the stage. Excellent. Now I'm going to just go and quickly go find uh, Nessa. You do. She is... At the hot cocoa stand with a woman who looks to be in her early 40s holding two hot cocos. That woman is passing one to Nessa at the moment. Her platinum blonde hair pinned up on a ponytail swishes as she hands the cocoa to Nessa. Hey, uh, corpses don't honk. Nessa, the woman in her late 30s in the pink shimmery strapless gown. What was it she was supposed to do to know it was you or start turning into a crab? Or oh, that was pretty much just knowing it was me. Okay, right. You I mean, look exactly I, I look, the same. I look, this, I look exactly the same, but <laughs> okay. I want to use it. All right. She and Sylvie both recognize you. All right, so, ma'am. Yeah, because Nessa told Sylvie. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Now, there's a bit of a situation here, and I'm telling you first because, first of all, you pay me, uh, Sylvie. You pay me, and also, you know, you're kind of cool. So... There's this massive wave coming here, right? And my thinking is, maybe we ought to not die from it. And apparently, if we all turn into crabs, then we can survive. And just think, Sylvie, how in debt everybody around here would be if they know that you saved them all. Think about how much more you'd get out of it. So, I'm going to do something a little weird right now. And I'm going to go and... Hopefully not fail at freestyle rapping. What I need you guys to do <laughs> is to get everyone in the community center in front of that stage. And also, you know, do what I do. Okay, meet back here in, meet there in about five minutes. Excited voice. Uh, Nessa says, okay, yeah. And she goes to gather people. And I'm going to let you know, um, there's like, eh. I'm going to roll a number from one to ten number of people in this crowd. Because we can't just be like, hand wave, you saved a thousand people. And then like nobody else will be able to catch up to your points. Two thousand points. <laughs> there are seven people possible in this location. So that includes uh, Nessa, Sylvie, and Crow Jr. So there's four additional people that you can get points. I'm saving all the important Jr. people. I'm coming for you. Whoa. I'll try. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of his decision, isn't it? <laughs> all right. So everyone's uh, gathered in front of the stage. Uh I I, st uh, I walk up onto the front. Uh, Bartholomew is ready next to the microphone. I'm like, hey, Bart, drop a beat. Yes, I begin to make noise with my claws. So. Say boots and cats. <laughs> boots That's and not, cats and boots I'm and not cats saying and boots and cats and boots. And cats. Okay. All right. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clickety clack. That's a 45. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. Definitely make that. Clickety clack, clickety clack. Clickety, 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 that I become clickety, clack, a full clickety, crack. Clickety, clickety, Can you describe what happened? Did you pass your roll? I'm, I'm sort of out of the loop with what your numbers are. Yes, I, I rolled roll a 45, and I had to roll under a 90. 
All right, hey everybody. Is this thing on? This thing's on. Okay, listen to me. I'm a regular human. Yeah. Now, there's a massive wave coming and you want to survive. Now, you got to do what I do and then you'll thrive. You get your hands and act like a crab. You snip something small. Yeah, everyone, snip, 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 snip that something small. And then you hold something back. With the wide of the sea. Basically, what I'm just trying to do is get everyone to do the things, and then we all turn into crabs together. Absolutely. I want you to roll individually for each person. <laughs> We're going to be here a while. Yeah, we've got seven people here, right? So we've got Nima Bojko is the first person. She's going to try to snip. So go ahead and roll your crab pincher number, because you're demonstrating. And we're going to see if your demonstration was good. Oh, oh boy, this, <laughs> this is a better work. Okay, so my pincer number is 50. And let's go for 43. Yes. Check mark next to Nima. She pinches, she becomes a crab, she heads down to the beach, she's going to live. Okay. And so, that, so mine will yeah, go up to 60. So we may as well just also demonstrate that it's, it does work on me as well. Nice. And then Bart is doing like, uh, what are you doing, Bart? You're doing like clickety clackety, clickety clackety. Oh yeah, with my. Mm-hmm. Okay, Yarrow is gonna try to follow you, so go ahead and roll for Yarrow Ostachuk. By the way, where did these names come from? Um, I just decided to look up crab research papers, and Doctor Ostachuk or or uh, Madame or Sir Ostachuk is actually a crab researcher. Every last name in this adventure comes from a crab expert. <laughs> <laughs> I amuse myself. <laughs> All right, so roll for Yarrow Ostachuk. Oh, me? Yes, you're going to do something, claim a stat, and roll for it, and then you tell me if it succeeds or not. 56 for pinchers. Yep. The clickety-clack is really fun, and is that a success or failure? That's a success. Great. Add Yarrow Ostachuk to your stats. All right, now do something different and entertaining. You still have <laughs> Crud Jr. and Sylvie and Nessa use a stat. You point your eyes up at the sky. <laughs> they elongate and go from side to side. Wave those eyes in the sky. Because there's a wave coming with the tide. Hey, what stat and who are you targeting? Uh, weirdly enough, I'm going for uh, ice dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get them relevant to the verse. I like it. Okay, so my eye stalks is currently 70. Who are you targeting? And I rolled, uh, let's go for Crud Junior. Get him out of the way. All right. Uh, 65. Okay, that's a success. So only just. All right, I'd like Crud to describe Crud Junior's cr- transformation into a crab. Well, as with any teenager, when he f- hears a beat that he loves, he's going to be imitating it as much as he can. So a- a- as the eye stalk tune comes up, he just. Grows the eye stalks. <laughs> All right. Yay. Bart, what you doing? Who you convincing? We got Nessa, Sylvie, Tattoo, and Musa. I start shifting side to side with my crabby legs, kind of wiggling, you know, trying to get people to learn how to walk, you know, on to side to side rather than forward and backwards. I rolled very low as a six, and I had to roll, and I have a 95 in that skill, so that is an 89. The indifference. Right? Indifference, yes. Nice. Okay, so that's a success, a strong success. I would like you to describe Tattoo Lechnim's transformation and also 
say your final stats. Like, what are you in crab after you do? When we describe that transformation, they start moving side to side and eventually start growing more legs. <laughs> and those legs make it easier. And pretty soon they have almost as many legs as I do. In fact, <laughs> I have, I am fully a crab with pinches and legs, but my eye stalks are growing in just enough so that I am indeed a crab. Ooh, wait. Yes. I am about, have 85%, I have 100% in pincers and legs and 85% in eye stalks. So my eyes are still, uh, you can, they are definitely crab-like, but you can definitely tell there's a bit of humanity behind it. All right. Two points for you for Tattoo Lechnim. Reg, what you up to? Uh, let's see. Let's, let's go back to the pincers. So what you want to do is pretend there's money in your claw and you go snip, snip, I don't need money anyway, I'm a crab. We go snip, snip, snip the money because the capitalist regime is broken. <laughs> snip, snip, <laughs> snip the money, money to the people. I didn't know it was going to go that way, but all right. Uh, so at the moment, my pincers are at 60. So we're going to try roll 60 exactly. Made it so, to beat it, yeah. Made it to beat it, so that will shift up targeting? to 70. Uh, let's go for Sylvie this time. Okay. Describe what she does. You Which is really strange considering she's really into money. <laughs> but maybe it's a holiday vibe, who knows. Right. I too become socialist on holidays. Yeah, she gets caught up in it. Maybe she's a bit, like, holiday drunk. She's like, yeah, smash the system. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's like, yeah, smash the system. She's a bit drunk and she's like, yeah. And then the, the, the hands, like, properly turn into pincers and she's like, you know what, man, to the beach, beach party. Nice. Beach party, beach party. And I'm just personally done with this scene, so everyone else yeah, joins that's fair in. Enough. Everyone I, else starts chanting beach yeah. party. Beach party, and then they're all sodding off to the beach. So you can have points for Sylvie, and we're done. All right, what are we doing next, guys? The community center is empty, but the music is still playing. Hopefully bringing Crud. Uh, Crud is going to head to the boat. He doesn't know how long this wave's going to be, and he's like, um, I got to evacuate. Bartholomew will head back to the boat as well. I believe we have the majority of everyone on the island, if not everyone. Well, you guys do have a map. So you can see there are lots of locations that you have not been to. Yeah, I mean, the police station, the cops in this area are always bad anyway, so screw them. If people are locked up, they're bad guys anyway, so screw them. <laughs> <That's> just choice. <laughs> Those ones can um, die. <laughs> All right. And uh, Rococo went to the town hall to get her husband, so they're already taken care of. Um, so that's... Also, you know, looking at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I mean, I think we got pretty that, much everything's that, that covered. Wave, you know. So cut, crud, crud's like, I, I did my part. We'll see how many more points I get from the town hall. Okay, I don't think I'm going to do passive points in the system. I think these are all oh. active, active acquisition points. Come on, if we were going to do passive points, I would have already won. <laughs> <laughs> do you have hmm. any? Does anyone have anything else they want to do before it sounds like my players want to stop playing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anyone else to rescue at the moment. Well, uh, hey, at, at the moment, I think uh, both me and Crud both need to turn into crabs. No, that's why I'm going to the boat, so I don't have to. 
Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But do you not want to be a crab? <laughs> oh, I want to eat them. I mean, you can do both. <laughs> you want to be a crab? Be a crab. I'll, I'll, I'll eat your legs, too. I want to see what you taste like. Oh, yeah, yeah. you don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. So you're not going to the cannery. You're not going to the town hall. You are not going to the police station. Okay. Skip, skip, skip. Okay. Tell me your numbers, everybody, and where you are. Oh, Brad go is... oh. You Go ahead. Oh, you want to go first? You go first. 100% pinches, 100% legs, and 85% eye stalks. So I meet the prerequisites to be a crab, and then some. And I am heading to the ship. Crud is on board the ship. Um, 75 hands, 25 pinchers, 70 feet, 30 legs, 60 eyes, 40 eye stalks. And then Reg at the moment is 80% stalks. Uh, 70% pinches and 70% crab legs. So just in case, being on the ship as a human-ish is slightly more deadly for us. We can just do something, just snip someone or, or do a little bit of a... Snip the paint off the boat if we yeah, have to. Exactly. And snip, snip the rope. I don't worry. Repairing the... It's officially a bus in the rule book, but I decided that it makes more sense to have a ferry. Um, ferries float on top of giant waves, and so... Uh, officially okay. a rule book that is an alternative to becoming a crab, so don't worry. You're good. So you're officially calling it? The number of people about to die is not my fault? You guys done? Well, we don't know them. Yeah, all right. I mean, it is what it is. We, we got is. our NPCs. We got okay. our NPCs. That's all that matters. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You did. You know, you really did. You did. You came for your NPCs and you left. All right, here comes the ending. The water for anyone looking out at the beach is gone. All the way to the horizon, as far as you can see, is the brown mud of the ocean floor. A wave, taller than any wave you've ever seen, approaches. Anyone who you were able to turn into a crab has an incredibly tough shell that protects them from all physical damage, and they're able to breathe water. They have no problem surviving the tsunami. Everyone who wasn't a crab and wasn't able to get off the island on the ferry perishes. Very tragic. And that's the end of the story. Let's make a tally of how many people you all were able to save. How many points do you all have? I think I have five, unless I, I don't know the name of this person. I don't know if it was one point or two. I know Gideon was one. Were the other two I saved two points each, or was it one point and the last one was two points? I don't know. It's five or six. Okay. Um, that's I think why she that, told you to write it down. Yeah, <laughs> I did. But. I think the two you could always ask me for clarification mid story. I never mm. want anyone to be afraid to ask me for anything. Um, I have the people in the community center as being turned into a crab for two points each. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's five points. Great, Reg. How many you got? Oh, yeah. Uh, Reg has six points. Uh, one for Sylvie, one for Crudjunior, and one for the what? Another person? Nima Bojko. Yeah, sure. All right, for Nima, yeah. Uh, uh, of course, Nessa is also safe because they went together at the same time, but I'm not claiming double points for that. You'd have to have made up another rap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not including the passive points because apparently that's <laughs> not a thing. Crud has nine. Uh, two for Nikolai, two for Phil, one for Rococo, two for... Nur and two four Said. Yeah, man. All right. 
the winner, saving the most lives today, is Crud. Whoa, whoa. Crud, 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 crud. And this has been Everything's Going to Crab. Thank you for trying out this playtest system. I hope they publish it. It's interesting. All right. You guys have fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we got to do some cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> Joining us for today's adventure were Bart. Oh, it's good to be a crab. I can at least grow my legs back. Wonder if I can reverse. I should be able to reverse this now with that onion powder. Yes, you can. Reg? As I said at the beginning, you go to the buffet first and then you don't have to resort to cannibalism. (laughs) You did say that. Oh my gosh, that came in handy. All right. Wow. Wow. And our winner! The most lives saved! Crud! Remember, boys and girls, always eat your crab. You never know how good it's going to be. Bye-bye. Bye! Crab! Have you heard of the podcast, Ready to be Petty? Join Tori as she dives into the ins and outs of pop culture, celebrity scandals, and the juiciest reality TV. Even though the show is mostly fun and games... Tori and her guests do theorize about the implications of pop culture on society through an intersectional feminist lens. If you're looking for a petty friend to talk stuff with, look no further. You can search Ready to be Petty on all podcast platforms and follow along on socials at RTBP Podcast.